calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick into the recap. Uh, so, the party uh, has initially been sent down on a mission by uh, the arcanist uh, Alora Visorin in search of a halfling paladin who's gone missing, named Lady Kima of Vord. Uh, a folk hero and very respected individual, she went on a vision quest and apparently went alone into Craghammer seeking some sort of great evil that was festering beneath the city uh, and hasn't been seen for weeks and weeks. The party was hired by her to go and try and find her whereabouts and hopefully bring her back safely. Uh, since traversing and meeting individuals in Craghammer, they then spearheaded into the uh, Grey Spy Mines, where apparently these monstrosities have been burbling out time and time again over the past few weeks. Um, pushing down, they had encounters with Umber Hulks. They managed to inquire some Duragar, which apparently there's a lot of them down here. Duragar being a, an ashy-skinned, uh, subterranean, dark, evil dwarf-type offshoot. Um, one of which had with it a brain-type uh, quadruped that managed to brain-spike Grog and send him catatonic for a short time. They, uh, wandering through the caverns, discovered uh, there was a Duragar war camp across the way, from this, across this large chasm that was currently being run by a general Duragar alongside what appeared to be, and what they've now discovered to be, a mind flayer, an illithid. They managed to, upon looking deeper into this cavern, finding hidden behind a waterfall, thanks to the druid and the ranger uh, completely stealing from the rest of the group their flying carpet, made a very tenuous relationship and, and alignment with uh, another mind flayer, apparently cast out of his own society, searching to find a way to both get revenge and find his way back into his, his colony of people. His name was Clarota, lovingly called Clarence by the group, probably much to his own chagrin. Um, after which they decided to go ahead and try and extract information from this 
Duragard general and stop this war camp from preparing itself for battle and its attack seemingly on Craghammer in the near future. Through a strange, crazy plan they came up with, they managed to fly undetected over via flying carpet, giant eagle, and floating sorcerer uh, over the entire war camp, made a Metal Gear run into the center of their main <laughs> barracks, threw a bucket of goblin shit into the face of the one mind flare, after which uh, Vax bisected it pretty much in one surprise round of attacks, led into a large battle in the center of this, uh, this, this building, uh, partway through of which the ground began to rumble, and then digging forth from underneath a bullet, a gargantuan armored burrowing creature that was hungry and very dangerous that then made the battle that much more intense. Uh, a heavy, blood-filled battle later involved with Percy getting his hand caught and firing his gun into the gullet of the beast. Um, eventually, it had its armor pulled apart and was defeated by the party. Uh, the remnants of the Duragar army in the side of this building have been destroyed aside from a few stragglers that have laid their weapons down and the general now lies beaten on his knees before the rest of the party. And that is where we pick up and begin. So, as you all are catching your breath, breathing heavily as the adrenaline slowly leaves the system, looking around this building with the, uh, the large hole still glaring through the roof. Uh, I'm waving through it. <laughs> Tiberius so, is waving down. Uh, the, uh, the general is currently on the ground uh, Warhammer at his side, blackened armor still kind of sizzling with uh, arcane energy from his temporary banishment via Scanlan. He sits there with this kind of gnarled, uh, brackish beard, looking about the rest of you with these wild, kind of white-coated eyes. <sighs> so you found your way in. What's your purpose? What do you want from me? Vax walks right up to him, walks behind him, grabs him by the hair, and right back to this position. Let's have a talk. Vexalia, oh. get up a chat. Of course I would. If you Thank want blood, you. take it. That's all you're getting from me. Okay, kill him. Wait, no! I don't know. Hold on a second. We don't Ask want the your question. blood. What are we asking? We're looking for a halfling. Ah. Have you seen one? Oh. What are you talking about? A female halfling. She came down here. Well, she wouldn't have gotten far if she did. Ah, mm. Not with my people. I take my dagger and stick it in about no. a centimeter and say, your master is gone. It's just you and your friends here now. I think it's in your best interest to talk. You could walk away from here. You don't have to die. If you can play nicely. And uh, believe me when I tell you, he usually kills everybody. He doesn't give that offer very often. Go ahead and make an intimidation roll. Yeah. Uh, with advantage, because first of this. First roll tonight. First roll tonight. Yeah. Natural 20. That's a way to start. Just hope that so, those eight miles you're right. uh, <laughs> As you pull the blade into his throat, he kind of chuckles deeply against the strain. <laughs> Your halfling lass was foolish. <laughs> we took her. We delivered her to King Murgol as a present. <laughs> If she lives, she's probably ruined and broken deep within the dungeons of Emberholt. <laughs> You're welcome to go for her there. Who's this king of yours? King what? Murgold? Murgold. Murgold? He's more people right than should know. King Murgold. Which way should we head? Down, oh, probably. I mean, is there any particular, you know, shortcuts or less uh, running into your kind along the way to tell? I highly doubt it. 
spits in your direction. Oh! You press the dissertation, and I catch it. Throw it back in his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm, can I do an insight check to see if he's lying about this? Go for it. I think we have some prisoners to free at some point. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 22. Uh, he does not appear to be lying about his interpretation of her. Apparently she is where he is, as to where her current state is, you don't know, but he seems to have a very, very made-up mind as to her possibility of being alive still. What about um, there being like a secret path that we could maybe get through to avoid some of these people? It's kind of one uh, of You can press him for that information even harder. Hey guys, we should press him for information about his secret Just path. a couple can more I, questions. Oh, go ahead. Can I start speaking to him in um, Underdark? Go for it. And I ask him, Hot that awesome language. Tell me about the hidden passages. I know they're awesome. I am good. What does Underdark sound like? Sounds kind of like. It's parcel tongue. It's like pig Latin. Airway are the It's it's kind of reminiscent of a black speech from the Tolkien universe. It has that kind of guttural, Lars, very very deep, a little bit of like a whispering darkness to it. Um, as as she speaks, this tongue catches a lot of you off guard. You've not heard her use that tongue till this point. Um, go ahead and make an intimidation check. Bex, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this coming out of your mouth? That sounds real pretty. But, but, uh, today, you got your knows. papers today, lovely. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> She's bona fide. Eighteen. Eighteen. No passages to the stronghold, but. The, there is a way in, aside from the front, because good luck getting in there from that point. <laughs> That's what um, is, it the, is it through the lake? <laughs> yes, through the lake. Deep below you'll find a tunnel. This tunnel will lead you to a subterranean passage straight to the stronghold. Can we check to make sure it's not Make an insight. <laughs> Sixteen? Uh, no, he's bullshitting through his teeth. Oh, okay. Mm. Hey, he seemed honest about the passage. But he's Dishonest not. about the, the... He's basically following her lead. Uh-huh. You're lying. Perhaps. Tell us true. Where is it? If I tell you, will you let me live? <laughs> I think that's, I think <laughs> that's <laughs> very reasonable. I think that's reasonable. That's reasonable. We'll, we'll, I'm essentially... We will, we will not kill you. I think we can. We could lock him up and then we could kill him. We'll leave you alive. We'll leave you alive. Yes. Don't just leave me alive. Give me a chance to walk from this building on my own, arms intact. No. And I'll give you the secret entrance to Emberhold itself, leading you straight to the throne room. Well, that's a good thing. So we, we have to leave you alive and let you leave this building intact. Correct. I walk over and pick up his big warhammer and say, you may... Maybe leave, but I get to keep this as a souvenir. I actually think this is an appropriate moment to uh, play with a bit of banditry. I say we take everything from him, and he can make his way out all on his own. I like that. Yeah, yeah. all his clothes, everything. Everything. Well, wait, 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 hang on, hang on. Hang on. His, his undergarments on for what? What if we take him with us, just in case? At which point, a uh, cold. 
clammy hand touches your shoulder and pulls you aside as Ew. a partially hooded <laughs> Clorota steps forward and says, Oh! I'll attempt to read his surface thoughts. Oh, yeah. If he tries to keep it from me, I'll know. <laughs> as he steps forward, he puts one hand in front of him and his eyes gleam with a sickly green hue. Uh, you can see the um, the general kind of lifts his head back for a second and begins twitching an eye. <laughs> Sweat begins to beat around his brow as Clorota takes another step forward, tensing his hand once more, his head beginning to bow forward with an intensity, a force of focus towards his direction. You can now see the general. <laughs> Let me live. Let me go, and I'll tell you. This isn't necessary. I'm willing to give you the information. And you can see a trickle of blood beginning to pour out of one of his yeah. nostrils. <laughs> That's a mindset. No, Clarota. Wait. Does he know anything about Kavan? Let me see. And the mind flare pushes once more into his brain. You can see a twitch to his face as his head kind of lulls back and rolls for a second, resisting as best he can. But his will is currently beaten by the defeat of the battle, the lack of his compatriot mind flare, and the sheer intensity of Clarota now focused on vengeance and returning to his people. Uh, the blood begins to stream, not from his nostrils, but now from his ears as well, as Clorota releases him for a second and goes, He has not seen Kamar, but knows a bit of his nature. I cannot read it, but we could press for more information. I walk up. I think we should just ask him. Next to Clorota, push the dwarf against the wall. And say, our friend here is not as patient as I am. We want to know about this. And we want you and all your men, all your little mates here, to throw your weapons into the chasm. You can go. Fuck off. But we want to know everything. And this is your last chance. Right now, right here. Talk. And you have to get there. You That's correct. Walk drop. I'm with you. Thank you. Yeah, it needs become a thing, though. Kavarn. Kavarn was responsible for forging the alliance for centuries and generations. His people and mine killed and fought. It wasn't until Kavarn came that we decided to work together for a common cause. Expansion. Unification, dominion over this land and these mountains. Divided we were weak, petty, greedy. But with Kavarn leading us, we have purpose, we have growth. We could take what we like. It's all but one's worth. If I fall here, many more will take over where I fell. Well, we can see that's obviously worked out really well for you. Um, I think that I'm satisfied. Are you satisfied? What kind of creature is Kavarn? What is Kavarn? I have not seen Kavarn personally. You've heard rumors, though. What I know of Kavarn, a being of immense intelligence, a creature that needs not walk this earth, one that does not touch the land of which it traverses. I know it sees all. 
it smiles from a toothy maw and laughs, laughs in the darkness, protruding from its forehead one nasty, gnarled black horn. A terrible source of its dark power. That is what's been rumored. Is he telling the truth? Inside check. Black horn. I think he is. Would I recognize this creature he's, he's describing? Uh, go ahead and make a nature check. Can I assist him? Or Arcana, either one. Uh, or Arcana? Can I, can I do 14. a nature check? Let's be more from your own personal knowledge, probably not. You can make one yourself. But that's what I'm saying. 14. Because you're doing Arcana? I did Arcana. I'll do 20. I'm doing nature. Ooh. 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 29. All right. Ooh. So, uh, no natural creature you've ever heard has this type of of essence to it. Having a, like a single black horn. It's clearly a novel. Uh, it is. It's a sentient narwhal. It's an awful, awful narwhal. Way to spoil the story, Liam. Demon narwhal. Um, Gnashing teeth. Black horn. Very intelligent. That doesn't seem to be anything from nature itself. Uh, From your experience, there are different entities, but usually there are multiple horns. Singular, demonic beings that would have extreme intelligence, sharp teeth, horns. Uh, you've had brief pressures in the past with demonic entities. That seems to run in the similar vein, but nothing in particular is creeping to mind. It's going to be difficult for you to, uh, to specifically come up with this with what little information you currently have. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I'm satisfied. <laughs> I'm I too. Why don't so you spread? I agree. Do you want a handcuff? Please take off your clothes. Let me. Yeah, let's take let his. We take Bob's uh, handcuffs out of here. That was not the deal. You leave me unspoiled. Well, on my life, and I tell you the way into Emberholt. Well, tell us. Take the hammer, but. You haven't told us yet. It's rough in here. Leave his armor on. I already told you your weapons are ours. Hmm. In fact, we'll be keeping your weapons, your armor, and I believe your pride. Yes. <laughs> but your life is yours. You may even outrun the dwarves we're about to set free. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Percy's fucked up today. I'm in a mood. Emberhold. Wait, 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 he's telling us. Yes, Emberhold is the fortress of our people. Built to resist assault from all sides. We have an army hiding about the outskirts of it. Kind of like an army you might have in the soiled pants of yours if you think you have a chance against that poor front. However, since I now think that's what you carry, your best bet is on the left side of the fortress. There are two streams of molten rock that pour down the side. The smaller of those two streams covers a secret tunnel. Inside check, is he full of shit? I rolled, oh, nothing too hot at all, never mind, forget it. Forget I said anything. Seems seems to be forthright and honest with this information. However, how to get through the lava? That's up to you. It's meant to open from the inside. A trapdoor-like mechanism that spreads the actual floor from the outside. Well, good luck. I've done my deal inside of the bargain. Let me free. Uh, <clears throat> stepping behind him, I take my knife and I cut his belt loops and let his pants fall and uh, give him a little nudge. Okay. You're free to go. 
Not towards your stronghold, but towards the surface. So his belt falls, change purse and everything. He is wearing full plate black armor. Sure. So his trousers do not plummet. Can we have Scanlan turn him into a porpoise? He picks up his uh, his warhammer. I, 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 I don't think so. No, that's mine. As a token to remember you by. Unspoiled was the deal. No, it's great. Wasn't you can really deal. argue all you want to, or I'll just smash your fucking head in. Wasn't right the now. deal alive? Wasn't the deal? Said you were alive, and your weapons were ours. What do you got? I thought you meant like not, not, you wouldn't get dirty, like you know, not spoiled. Which I was totally fine with. Takes a couple steps forward towards you, holding the warhammer out. Your skull is unspoiled. Yes, Marat. Suddenly, he turns completely invisible, vanishes from sight. Whoa. Oh, my perception's really high. Can I try to find him? Yeah, we him? can. Perception check. <laughs> you hear... Perception check. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, He's gone. Bitch. Uh, it's fine. 7, 18 uh, for me. Just so let him go. It's like, it's all these guys. It's all these guys right now. He uh, He's naked and now he's invisible. He's not he naked. He's got his armor. At this point... I'm going to attack him. Before you have the opportunity... He becomes visible again, about 20 feet out, and you're gone down the stairs and towards the front door. I'm throwing a dagger at him. Oh, look. Go for it. Yeah. And I'm throwing my axe at him with oh, the chain of returning as well. Uh, oh, 28 for me. All right, that hits. Yeah, sure. That's oh, dick. It's not a dig attack, it's just damage. Yeah, that's fine. You chuck your axe at him. And I, I just yell, sorry. Uh, okay. 10 for me. All right, let's go ahead and roll damage for both of you. Uh, he is there standing in place with his arms locked like this. Oh, the rotor. 50. 15 damage? Yep. Already? Should have left the hammer. 10 damage? Alright. There's now a significant amount of blood beginning to pull down his feet as he's standing there. <coughs> as he's frozen in place, Clorota just kind of steps up to the front of him, grabs his cheeks, and pulls his head in towards him as his tendrils slowly wrap around his head. You can see the meat at the back of his skull, and with this horrible <coughs> crunching sound, you see his head shudder as his limbs go limp. A few moments of this horrible slurping sound. You hear this dull, sickening, hollow sound. The tentacles release. Clorota releases his grip from his head, and the captain falls onto his back. Giant, bloodied hole in the center of his skull. He ate his brain! I knew she should have left the hammer, shouldn't you? Some people are terrible losers. I'm going to loot the body. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we definitely can. I would like to pick up the hammer. This is a good lesson. Karota. To that no was one incredible. else. Well Karota, Karota, that's watching. I am a fan. No one is watching this <laughs> not, valuable lesson. Do not be an oathbreaker. To not be an oathbreaker. No one you've lost your clothes. Actually, like, a as, as you're looking, you see there's that the kind of weird purplish crimson around his tendrils as it kind of wipes it off with his hands and goes, It's enough to sustain me a while. I was getting hungry. Well, better him than us, I say. Well, <laughs> yes, an appetite, indeed. Um, all right. Loot the body. Yes, yeah, so you loot the body. You find amongst the, all the uh, Durgar bodies here as you're quickly jumping around and grabbing. It's hard to count the exact amount, but you're looking somewhere in the neighborhood of about five to six hundred gold pieces. You'll have to check later. Um, 
A series of black iron weapons. None of them seem to, at a quick glance, have any sort of magical value. The uh, the blackened plate armor on the Duragar itself does radiate a magical essence, as does the warhammer he was holding. How many? Is it just him wearing the black plate armor, yeah. or any of the other bodies wearing it? Uh, there are a few that are wearing black plate, but they're not equal. They're not equivalent. We should enchanted. take that, put it in the bag of holding, so we can sneak in if we want to. Tiberius, can you uh, tell us anything about how many sets were there? Yes. Once it is here, there would be eleven sets total from what you guys have killed. Because there are also sets that were on the rack at the very front. And uh, I'll do an arcana check. You got a grapple arrow. Arcana check on the stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got it. So we now have a trap arrow. A grapple arrow? Yeah, you fire it and it and it prone somebody. Seriously? Yeah, That's I'm so like, cool. I'm there you go, sir. I'm gonna hawk eye you out at some point. Oh my god. Can you do a magical check on the. Oh, he's got. So as Tiberius is looking over the equipment, kind of pouring through his arcane knowledge. Oh, I, I think uh, Pike and Grog would benefit from this, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean. What was it? What was it? It's not any kind of dark magic about the armor, is there? I mean, it's it's dark in color. Yes, <laughs> but it's you know your standard arcana magic. Oh, the heavy plate armor has resistance to fire damage. Residual memory. Thoughts. It's delicious. And you can see there's like this almost rapturous look in his face you haven't seen before. For a moment, Korota looks a little younger, a little stronger. A little more dangerous, and you're mm-hmm. put off a little bit by it. The road is Dracula. Um, but there's kind of this, this momentary kind of relishing in the moment. Do we need to give you a moment alone? We can. We can breathe. He speaks the truth about the path into the emerald. Alright. So he spoke of. Some sort of trap door that's easy to open from within, but not from outside, correct? It was hidden by a lava flow. Yes. Two lava flows. The smaller of the two. The smaller, smaller of the two. On the left, on side, the left of side of the, yes. the keep. Can I ask a question? Yes. Are there a lot of other soldiers still in the camp, or did we... Oh, there are plenty of soldiers still yeah, in the camp. You've, you've only, you stealthed into the barracks. Oh, shit, we should have kept them alive. Well... Why? He was okay, about okay, to walk okay, out okay. the door and call yes, me. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Can I harvest any natural armor from the bullet? Uh, you can certainly try. There's plates that have been broken and, and cracked. You can try and start cleaving away at it. All right, yeah. So I start the real butcher Okay, so you start. It's really tough eye. You know, because you've tried to cut through before, and you've managed to make a few marks. It takes you a few minutes. You managed to get, let's say, about about uh, three... Take three saucer-shaped pieces of armor out of it. Um, you could definitely get more, but then you start hearing bells going off. Shit. Okay. What do I see? It's on the roof. You don't see anything yet. You just hear bells starting to go off into the city. Should we? Okay. We should all put on black armor. We should get out of here, Keila. You start hearing horns. Let's go. Let's get out. Big horns. You start seeing. Torches being self, lit. Self. We need to get oh, out. The soldiers are trying to approach. Thing, thing, the chick is up. I should wear a purple thing and go up what? down the stairs. Cast feather fly on this fucker over here. We need to get out of here. We just need to get out the way we came in. Oh. Um, I, I, I cast pass without trace. <coughs> Everyone stand near me. Um, and I'll turn into an eagle and I scoop up the gnomes. Okay, what's what's the uh, radius on pass without trace? 
Like, oh, it's like a thousand yards, I think. <laughs> yeah. a thousand Four miles? miles. <laughs> That's only I, I, okay. But I, like, I take the dust of pricelessness out of the bag of holding and I sprinkle it around the cheat sheet. Okay. okay. The cards okay. are coming. Okay. They were out of stock. All right. <laughs> <laughs> can, uh, we, can we grapple about from well, the ceiling? Well, the, the, the arrow that you have that he made, it's essentially an arrow that bursts into a tanglefoot bag. It's When it bursts, it grapples yeah, it's not, whoever's it's there. Like a, it's not, not like a string arrow. arrow. Although oh, I'll build that. I thought it was like a grappling. It's a, it's a, trip, it's a trip arrow. Oh, that's cool. Radius. Okay, okay. I'll make it a grappling. Radius. I didn't follow okay, that. So though. you could just, just hug me. barely get Tiberius in there if Stay you close. Back. on the platforms. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to jump on okay, road back. Super yeah. and, and we I'll have pick, a regular grab. I'll pick up Scanlan and hold on to some straps. Alright. Uh, so Scanlan, both you guys grab, both the gnomes get grabbed by uh, Keyleth as and we're all on the carpet? I'll yeah, carpet, carpet's away. But this guy's flying? Yes. Flying grub. I am? I thought we were all up. Okay. No, you can't. What are we doing? Are we getting We're going up. Straight up. Up and out. Straight up. So, you guys, right now, as you, as, because you're carrying the two gnomes, all of you except for Grog are on the carpet, correct? Okay. Yep, I'm you're, flying. You're flying. Okay, so how many, how many spells do you have left in that spell? One left. All right. Trinket's back on the no, other side. Trinket's back on the other didn't come with you to the battle because there was nobody to get Trinket across. Oh, he's on the other side by himself, all alone. Yeah, I know. Uh, you weren't here. Uh, <laughs> 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 you weren't here to protect your bear. Oh, terrible. He's safe over there. Hopefully. Oh, um, Trinket. He's been raging. Everyone, everyone, make a stealth check. <laughs> they plus 10 additional modifier thanks to oh, Keyleth's awesome. spell. Yes. Oh, thank God. Sweet. That uh, 20. Oh, 20. Natural. Nice. Ooh, natural 20. 19. 19. 30. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. 19. You hear it as, as undercommon, screaming, There! Above! Look! Maybe you should scream like, no, they went the other way. A stream of javelins come firing up in your direction. I, uh, I, I see where it's coming and I shoot a fireball. Okay. That's good, that's good. Um, so, first, so there's a volley of javelins and a fireball streaking past. Uh, you'll be able to get ten of them in that fireball blast. Go ahead and roll for damage on that. Uh, however, there are for those who rolled less than twenty on stealth, each of you are getting three javelins each to you. So that's you two and Grog. What'd you roll again? Less than twenty. Twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you three. So three javelins against you. Uh, <laughs> four and eight miss you entirely. Percy. Or actually, one, 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 one more against you, Keyleth. That one does hit. So Keyleth. You take 14 okay. points of piercing damage as the javelin just gleams off the side of your giant eagle torso. Uh, Percy, you ta- uh, that's a 21, an 18, and a 20. So you take three javelins. 12. 24 points of piercing damage. As three points? Yes, 24 points total as three javelins. One, two strike you off the shoulders, and one actually embeds itself partway into your waist. And you have to pull it out, and you probably dug a good six or seven inches in. 
We might have hit something. Uh, I'm at 15. By the way, uh, 41, 41 points. I'm already really low. All right. The three that are going towards Grog, that natural 20, a uh, 17. What's your AC? Uh, 18. That one misses. And the last one, yeah. two natural 20s. Yeah. Not even joking. Oh. All right, so... You got a thousand hit points. Oh, no. Uh, you take a, t- a total of 36 points of piercing damage, Frog. And he still has more hit points than we do. Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, barbarian. Actually, yeah. He is here, technically. He is here. Scanlon's holding on tight as the... He's here. He's peeing. However, as the javelins strike all you guys, a moment later, there's a gargantuan... An explosion is a flash of reddish light from below. A giant, fiery, blooming explosion bursts in the center of that area. You can see Duragar thrown left and right. Uh, you managed to take out about 12 of them nice. in that one blast. <clears throat> you guys continue cresting over the top. You can now see more and more starting to gather. The bells are going off, the horns are blowing hard. You can see a bunch of them are now running over to what looks like some of the siege equipment they had constructed, oh. which includes a few uh, large ballistae. I think we should friggin' dive bomb towards the far uh, tunnel past this no, war camp. He's fine. We're fine. Out. They don't know he's here. He's fucking I'm not concerned with the stuff. bear right now. We're going to die. Take yes, care dive, bomb, dive bomb. I take hold of the front of the carpet and steer it down towards the up and over along the roof and then down towards the tunnel. I'm steering okay. the carpet. Shh. You guys coming down, you basically have you shot up curved around, and you're going backwards towards the barracks. As you do, another volley of... Uh, uh, another volley comes to the guys who were under stealth. Um, Who's not stealth? However, there's one attack less each because of the Duragar that you've taken out. So, against Keyleth, uh, one hits. You take 12 points piercing damage. I am no longer an evil. Oh my god. Alright, a, really? a two and a one versus Percy. Yeah. Alright, so. Wait, what? She's not an eagle anymore. Huh. I did zero hit points as an eagle. Wait, what are, what are you having? So, Keyleth's form shifts back into that of Keyleth. You guys are about 80 feet up. Um, at which point, both Scanlan and Pike go into a free fall along with Keyleth. Wait, uh, can it, I it, are we under them? Are we under them? No, I don't. Are we under them? You guys are about parallel. You guys are moving together. Go under them! I cast glacial blast and I create a bridge that scoops them up right, right, right under them as we dive right under them. Okay. Um, you guys are out in the middle of the open cavern. There's no place to connect the bridge, so you're essentially creating a giant ice chunk, chunk right beneath them. Huh? Which is also now in free fall. <laughs> no! So, Even yes. wizards make mistakes. So as you guys yes. try and swoop Damn underneath it. as they're plummeting, uh, you're you're writing this. Go ahead and make an uh, acrobatics check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Can I, can we try to <sighs> Wait, can I, can I, uh... 25. All right. So you swoop underneath a sudden motion as you're trying to cast. Go ahead and roll a concentration check on oh, this. Oh, come on, Tiberius. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, save my boy. life. Again, Tiberius. Can I oh, try no. to... Oh, no. I let go of the wait, front wait, of the carpet? Wait, can I, I cast War, War God's Blessing to give him a plus ten? Uh, unfortunately, you're falling. <laughs> you're like, ah, ah, you're just plummeting through the air like a rock because can you're full plate armor. Can I use the rope armor. with a twine and try to lasso one of them? Because I'm really... It, you have to pull it out of the bag of holding and then turn into a lasso. That's going to take you a full minute. I, have a rope, I let go of the front of the carpet. I put one 
end of the rope in my sister's hand and I jump off towards the pipe. I grapple onto her to hold her down. Alright, guys. Guys. So here's what happens. In the the time this has transpired, you've rushed underneath with with a magic carpet. Uh, All of you barely managed to hold on as uh, both Pike and uh, Scanlan and Kiv all slam into the top of the... You lost your concentration, so the glacial blast didn't go off. Thankfully, that would have been really bad. We slam into the top of what? You you guys slam under the top of the the rest of the group in there. Uh, Because you lost your concentration, your flight spell also dissipates. Grog is now plummeting. Uh, The the flying carpet now has too much weight and is currently giving out. You, get me close to him. You, I, I it's fall it's slowing your fall, but you guys are you're coming down at a very very fast pace oh, at an angle oh. over the barracks towards the back end of the can war I camp. Can I cast okay. wall right underneath of the carpet to kind of like airbend? You can up? attempt to grog. I need to fall. Who needs feather fall? I can do another punch. At, at this oh, wait, point, wait, dungeon master. Yes. Re, re-explain what's happening. So the carpet is falling. Not as as, as, essentially, you guys—you guys were flying inside each other. This is the three were falling. You guys swooped underneath and caught them. However, it's too much weight to bear. The, the carpet's now. How high are we at this second? At this, this second, you're about 60, 70 feet up. Oh! And the closest building, the highest building under us, is how tall? Uh, it's about 15 feet tall. Whoa! Um, Grog, however, goes into a full plummet. Um, you guys have just caught the rest of them. Boom! You all caught them. You're crashing down. Um, um, go ahead and roll a concentration. Everybody jump up Just roll. I'm a constitution table. How? Add your constitution modifier. How far? I need to know how far we are from seven. Okay. The spell fizzles. How far are we from the tunnel that we were talking about? From the cliff. From what you can see here, you're probably about. 50, 60 feet. You're you're towards the back of it. Thankfully, the the barracks is toward the barracks is towards the back of it. So you're maybe about 50, 60 feet from the full tunnel. Okay. Um, Before where the drop is, and that's where that bottom tunnel is down there. Okay. So you guys go crashing at an angle. I'm gonna brace. I'm gonna brace to for roll. I'm bracing for for. Yeah, we all like. Oh no, this is gonna be. All right. So I'm grabbing Pike and going like this. I have Scanlan. Thank you. Where's Grog? Where's Grog? No, Grog Gro- 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 completely separate from you guys. He was Gro- flying down. and they lost concentration on the spell. Grog's like a stone. Can I, can, I, can I leap towards him? Off what? And do off what? Off of the carpet? Out of the carpet, yes. You leap do, off of the carpet? what? You go ahead and make, like, just, just make it, make an acrobatics check. You can make it with a way. disadvantage. Because you Wait. are jumping off of a currently flimsy flying carpet to try and catch up to him. Oh no. Uh, right now, while I'm doing this, I'm going to cast Featherfall. <laughs> Myself. Uh, okay. Before you, but you gotta get to me first because it'll slow you too much. Get him, get him. Oh, I don't. Oh, it would, wouldn't it? I thought oh. it was only one going down. You gotta get to okay. me first. Go for it. Oh, okay. Um, so what's your back check? Uh, we'll lower the two. Fall Fifteen and thirteen. <laughs> okay. Um, you managed to fumble out of the carpet. Um, however, you are now just end over end falling now off the side of the carpet on your own. Uh, you're having a hard time even seeing Grog now as your the world is just oh spinning God. and spinning like and spinning. Grabbing. So uh, you can attempt. No, I'm a cast weather fall. So, so, so cast weather lines up. Go ahead and roll a concentration check. On your. Yeah. What'd you roll? Uh, you, um, he rolled a nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Okay. Feather fall. 
gets to you just in time. Yeah. Your, your, your descent slows. In that time, Grog has impacted. Oh, oh Grog! We're gonna hit, we're gonna hit. I'm shielding yep. the healer. I'm shielding Scanlan. So, you all brace for impact. The, the actual carpet's creening out of control. You can see there's there's just the, barely the top of a building that you might be able to try and skim. Can we uh, jump onto the top of the building? To try this is going to be up to the one who's been steering this whole time. Go ahead and make an intelligence. Intelligence? Yes. Can I assist? No. Um, I got it's not me. Oh, good, 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 good. Twenty-four. Uh, Twenty-four. Yes. Yeah, you just managed to skim the edge. Which lessens your impact slightly. However, it does send you all into a full end over and topple. Uh, Still holding it on. Everyone, everyone, make an acrobatics check. Oh, God. oh no! Which one to roll? Which one? What's going on with Grog? Yes. Can we do anything that's we'll find out. Grog's impacted. He was falling faster than you guys were. He's 600 pounds oh, going damn. into straight free fall. You guys had a little bit of a fall break oh, from the. Uh, uh, this is going really terribly. Wait, do I have to do one too? Hmm? Definitely do one else. Uh, I'll have everyone. Oh, except for you, actually. Do, do, do the, the halflings. Uh, shit. Do the gnomes get a, an advantage since the half elves are, are, are uh, protecting them? Depending no, on it's, how it's, we roll. It's based on how you guys roll, because you're the ones who are holding onto them. So. Okay. Well, Scanlan. Scanlan. Oh, no! No! Yep. <laughs> so, you got Scanlan. You got, Scan- you got Pike? Yeah, Scanlan. I got Pike. Alright. What'd you roll? 18. <laughs> Natural oh. one. Eighteen. Twenty-three. Okay. So, half damage for you. Plus nine acrobatics. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So we're going to roll some... (laughs) Still going to knock me out. Roll some fall damage here. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. Scanlan. I got the healer. I got the healer. You're like an acne cartoon. Eighteen points of damage. I'm out. Okay. You're out again? You didn't have a lot of hit points left. Yeah. This is the second time Gronk Eighteen points of damage to you. Uh, the rest of you all take 36 points of fall damage, except for Grog. Everybody, everybody? Everybody? Uh, as a group, like, we all failed as a group. Well, no, 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 sorry, sorry. You, you succeeded, you guys, you rolled a, uh... 18. 18, so you would, you would also take half damage. You take the 18 half as well. 36, 18. Yeah. And, uh, take you take half that as well, thanks to his roll as well. Okay. Right. Everybody uh, you were a full plummet. You're gonna reduce the damage well, I was slightly. very graceful on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> You take 45 points of damage from the impact, Rob. 45? 45 points of damage. Oh. And leave a small crater from the impact. You and Scanlan both take 36 or put Scanlan into negative as well because he was he was not at... No, no, he was fully healed. Nope. No, he wasn't. <laughs> um, no, so, sorry, no. you all tumble end over end, come to rest. We just crash landed at a work. Yeah. On the far end of it, thankfully, um, you guys can hear the bells and the horns blowing in the distance. Looks like all the rest of the folks that were stationed here moved towards the center. We managed to arc over them, but they're going to be here shortly. Are we near their um, big war machines? No, the list and I are on the upper. So we can see the ledge and that cavern where we were, where we found them. Uh, Well, the ledge is back the other direction. You guys are going towards the tunnel on the opposite side. Uh, I'm, uh, Vax is pulling up Pike onto her feet and dragging her towards Scanlan because I know how fucked up he was from the last time. Okay, you guys, oh, you run up and, and, and you're, you're kind of getting up on your knees, coughing. I'm out. Percy's out. Percy's just face down in the ground, scrapes across the side of his face. Scanlan's also out. How far away? You take care of him, I'm right next to Don't you have a group heal from us? You guys are roughly about 10 feet from each other from the impact, just scattering. And then you're kind of Do you have a group heal? We see people. But is it like masculine? Not yet, because you assume it's only a short period of time. Yeah, we have some time. Just just in the masculine part, and then you can yeah. give somebody a... We don't? Uh, yeah, yeah. Rob, what are you at? Uh, 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 39. 
Okay. She's doing a mass healing. Mass healing work. Okay. You barely get yourself oof, out of the crater. That's going to suck tomorrow morning. So you take Scanlon, um, I'll take Percy. Okay. Before, 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 all right. That's uh, happening. Percy, go ahead and make a death saving throw. Oh, sorry. Death saving? Yes. Three. What is that? Is that just... What'd you roll? Nine. That's a fail. So you have to mark off one fail on your death saving throw on your sheet. Scanlon does make his. He's all right. He's all right. Okay. He's all right. I got, I've got a healing potion now, and I'm pouring. What I'm doing? I'm pinching Percy's nose and pouring. And I'm pouring some down Scanlon's throat. Okay. All right. So both of you guys pour healing potions. That is those. Those are the normal ones. The the common, the regular healing. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Two D four plus two. Go ahead and roll that. I'm taking a level two potion myself. Two D four plus two. All right. Go for it. Eight eight for Percy. Oh. That's so I'm four. at plus eight now. Yes. yes. Back to four. Um, Scanlon also comes to consciousness. 2d4, that's pathetic. That's, that's the cheapest one you got. 2d4 uh, plus two. Can, let's just fuck out of here and make him... Okay, fine. Like she was going to do a mask. Yeah, yeah, I'd like, like to know, on, on the way down, I was uh, doing a little chant, and I was expending uh, my uh, sorcery points to do flexible casting so I can do a slot spell on my third level spells. Okay. Can, as we're getting up, can I see is the is the camp nearby the where the prisoners are? Is that anywhere near us? No, that's towards the center of the camp. We gotta keep moving. I pull out another cork yeah, potion and slap it into Percy's hand, and then grab him by that wrist and You're start right. walking. Right. Save the potion. I cast healing word on Percy. Oh, no, I'm gonna do a mask. <clears throat> All right. So as you guys are running towards the back, towards the main tunnel, which you can now see, it's roughly a, a, a forty by thirty foot tunnel. You go running through the buildings. Uh, you see a few Duragar kind of poke out from the Can buildings. Can we stealth while we're doing this, or we're too no, this is good. no, you guys no. are just bolting just at this point. You're not even concentrating on stealth right now. This is plus this with, is with with the group coming. You, you basically a few of you would stealth, and the rest would be left in the dust. So you're just kind of all pushing okay. for speed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You all manage to push towards the back of the entire war camp into this tunnel, um, hearing behind you the distant <laughs> echoing shouts of approximately thirty plus Duragar heading in your direction. You hear a few other ballistae. Uh, bolts hitting the wall above you. Are we are we, are we on the tunnel? Stone. You guys have now pushed into the tunnel. I, I wait for everybody to pass and I cast all my grand columns. Okay, how many can you three three, three. per spell? And how many uh, level spells do you have currently? That's it. That's what I did the SP for, so I can cast this right now. Right. So you have one. I have none in my column. Right, how many how many spell castings did you have left? Two. I, I had. No, I have one. Twenty-four. One left. You can make three columns. It's thirty feet wide. Oh, she just healed everybody for twenty-four points. Uh, okay, so everyone heals twenty-four points. Add that up. It's thirty feet wide. I feel pretty good now. That shit. Including myself? No. Yes. Yes. Uh, Are the caves stone? Like the the walls are stone. Yes. Oh my god. Can I like do it from the side? Can I attempt to? Pillars go straight up. Unfortunately. Well, wait. I can. The nature of the spell. I can do what you're oh, trying to do. Oh, yeah. Wall of stone. There you go. Okay. So as you're trying to figure this out, I'm like the steps over. I'm like, oh, it's this. It's, oh. It's a, mm. Oh. Sorry. I. You should have just. I would have been over. It's the color. Yeah. No. Are we running? Like, right. What's happening right now? As you guys are doing this and rushing in, you're realizing uh, there's one member of your party that you haven't had a lot of time with that you. Didn't Rosa. think about Rosa, this moment. Yeah, you oh, now, yeah. you now see kind of like floating via levitation ability, uh, about thirty feet away, slowly descending towards you as you're putting up the wall of stone. Oh, come on, come on. Uh, two uh, bolts go firing towards him. Uh, one wishes overhead. A second one through his back, out the front of his chest, off the shoulder. Come on. Uh, 
Should we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need to have more than Alright. Uh, you can see now, it's and the bolt itself is about four feet long, made of kind of this long, jagged, pointed uh, arrow tip. Clorota begins to falter and begins to hover towards you, almost like trying to swim through the air in your direction. Can I Oh! He's about... 20 feet from you now, you can try and reach out and put your Boom. hands towards yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I cast Glacial Blast right under him like a slide right towards us. And catch him. Okay. So as you guys are running towards him instead, this giant crystalline form of ice right. crackles up into what looks like some sort of strange that's, that's winter festival it. slide that would be made for children in the center of town. Clorota, awesome. as it descends, uh, two more bolts come towards him. Both at this distance in the darkness of the cavern, it's kind of hard for him to get a beat on him. Both just pass overhead with eyes kind of lulling. Clorota comes down and hits the edge of the slide and almost loses consciousness at that moment, sliding through the ice. You guys manage to capture, grabbing his arms, lift him to his feet. And now Wall of Stone. While making it to the tunnel, Keila turns around, raising her hands. The actual blackened stonework of this tunnel shakes for a second and then a giant, thick wall of natural rock closes off the entire tunnel behind you. Completely seals it. Oh god! Yes. Completely seals it. You guys are now in complete darkness. Light. <laughs> As the light hits, you can hear just on the other side of the surface of the stone wall. Javelins, other things are being shot at the stone wall, but it's keeping it at bay. Uh, you guys are now at the wall, and behind you, the tunnel continues into a passage you haven't seen yet. We Whatever we do thing. from here, I sprinkle dust of tracelessness behind us the whole time like a fucking flower girl. Well, will a healing could have magic in, in their possession. They could use magic as well. Yeah, so let's they move. can get through it. Will a healing potion work on Clorosa? Can I go over to Clorosa and, and, and don't try to heal us? You might need to second I certainly try, yeah. I've got a potion, so... Grog, should we give him a potion? What? Do you have any... Do you have any ale? Yeah, I do have a, a cask, actually. I think I need a drink. What's a, what's a level <laughs> two potion do? A level two potion would be 4d4 plus four. I go and hold his shoulders while she tries to heal him just in case he gets all stuck. <laughs> okay. I think he's gonna give him a potion. Uh, I am. That's muscle. No! Muscle. Really? Okay, that's not nice. <laughs> hey. 17 points of heal. Okay. 17 points of heal. Uh, which, administering a potion to a Mind Flayer is an experience that very few in this world have probably ever or ever will experience. As you kind of reach over, grab a shoulder, you look for where to put it, and the tendrils kind of like flail about, but begin to, they, as you notice what you're doing, kind of relax and open up, and you can now see the circular lamprey-like toothy maw of the Mind Flayer. It's a very disturbing, disgusting image with this kind of jagged, yellowed teeth in a circular form. You pop the cork and just pour it in. As you do, you see the wounds across uh, Clorida's form begin to uh, seal. The arrow is still stuck in its torso. Can we try to pull it out? Break off the part? You yes. can certainly try. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and make a... Uh, this would be a medicine check. Do you, you do that, I'll, I'll do the breaking part. It's it's iron. It's solid iron. Oh, breaking it off is not going to work. So you have to pull it from the wound. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. 
Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin-D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Nine. So, oh, no. you take your moment, you, 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 you view up where the puncture wound is, with a little bit of Grog's help, you both grab to the edge of it, like, on three. One, two, three, pull! Um, you pull through the wound, not against the arrow, because that would just tear everything out with the process, but nevertheless, uh, in doing so, Gorge uh, does take an additional eight points of damage. I'm sorry. Um, but the wound is now no you longer a giant. Out. It is now able to, to, to heal completely, so... Uh, it takes a moment, kind of grasps the wound. I hand him a little healing potion. Say sorry. <laughs> the glass. At which point, you now hear boof, 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 against the stone wall. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Yes, yes. All right. I pick up Clarota. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. I pick up Clarota and we start running balls. Is he good enough to walk, or is it? Uh, he's good enough to walk with you guys. Well, I put one arm under his. Is okay, so you're helping him. And, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, hold on a second. Vroom, vroom, I take out the uh, flying carpet. And, you still have the flying carpet? Sure we do. Yeah. And here, sit on this. Uh, Claro, to be easier, yes. Claro gets up under the carpet. <laughs> Thank you. The carpet kind of drifts alongside you guys. Um, you guys are pushing backwards toward the cabin. The, the tunnel kind of begins to pinch a little bit. It gets to about a 15-foot width before it opens up again. You're about 100 feet back. You can now see it opening into a what looks like an extension of the war camp. Oh. oh. We should have gone down! What were we thinking? Go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, yeah, was lying. Well, he said go down. We didn't go down. <clears throat> 21 for me. 13 for me. I like All how right. my passive perception is way higher than any rolls that I ever get. <laughs> I do uh, keep that 22. in there are many things. Are we all doing perception rolls? Uh, for the most part, you got a few rolls that have worked fine. It's fine. 
Looking inside, though, this camp looks like it's been abandoned. It looks oh. like it was built, and then the expansion into the war camp you just escaped from seemed to be the next step. Like, it's slowly advancing, and this section of it has been in disuse. Um, right. As you push in towards the center of the camp, you can see there's older campfires. A lot of the tents have, like, partially collapsed. Dust has gathered. Um, and Keeping my eyes peeled for useful shit. Okay. Uh, looking around as well, you see all the equipment... Uh, any pieces that would be of interest have either been taken, either destroyed or broken, or have probably been moved into the war camp. You glance through a couple of the tunnel or a couple of the, uh, the tents, looking about. It's definitely been abandoned. It no longer serves a purpose, and everything of use has been stripped and taken. Um, this cavern is maybe about 60 feet up or so. It's a little domed section, and you can now see there are two exit tunnels to this section. One that's kind of straight ahead, a little bit to the left, and one that veers off to the direct left of you. So if you're looking straight from the direction you came, there's one right ahead of you, a little bit to the left, and one that goes straight to the left. Should we take the left one? Which one's the left one? You mentioned the, the left. Yeah, so maybe we should stay left. Yeah, so stay left. Clarota, do you know anything <laughs> about, about these passages? Wait, you Why did anything? you say that? Uh, Why did you say that? Because they're both kind of left. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> the, um, Clarota takes a moment and kind of looks at you, kind of getting his breath. <laughs> I've not been this far up these tunnels. It was too dangerous this close to the war camp. I would have been killed in a second. What about the general's memories? Anything there? Kind of closes his eyes for a second. One of these leads below. One of them leads to the surface. I can't recall which. Can we go up and Let's uh, it up. No, can we go next to the one on the far left and see if I sense any like wind coming down? Is there going to the one on the far left? Uh, as you're stepping, you hear a oh, well. against the distant stone wall that you put up. As you head to the tunnel, you don't sense any sort of temperature change, but it does seem to steady off into a decline that curves to the left. That sounds that sounds good. Do I see any like? Are there? There's a wildlife. Bats, any type of animals, anything like that? Uh, we'll say a general sense of this this area. You look up and you can see in this area, unlike the previous sections, there are small clusters <laughs> of bats on the ceiling. Okay, I'm gonna uh, go As ahead. apparently they have an exit of some kind to the surface. I'm going to go ahead and cast Beast Sense on one of the bats. Okay. And I'm going to channel myself through the bat and I'm going to make him fly down the far left tunnel. Okay. So as you as you guys are walking over there, one of the bats heads down to the tunnel, continues into the darkness. From the echolocation, which is a very strange sensation, you haven't really done this before for a bat. It's a it's a very weird experience. But as it continues down the tunnel, uh, it continues at a steady about forty degree decline, going further and further down. Um, eventually. You get to a point where the bat is out of your sphere of influence and you lose your connection with the bat. Mm. Keep going down? Well, the far, I didn't really see much, but I mean, I definitely, there's a pretty steep incline. Um, we can try it again and go down the other one. This is a coin flip. I Wait. think we keep going down. We oh, keep going down. Incline means up. Oh. That's no, a decline. Decline. Decline means down. Well, then let's go with the decline. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's do it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. With haste. Alrighty. Yes. With stealth. T- 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 Dust of tracelessness behind us. Uh, uh, 
flower girl. Flower girl. Actually, <laughs> there's two tunnels, right? There are two tunnels. Yes. And one smaller than the other. Correct. Hmm. Yes. There's no right answer. It's just, just. No. Mm. Yeah. How big is the? How, how wide is the smaller one that we're going through? Uh, how, the, there's one, the one on the far end, the one that, that does not appear to be a decline, uh, seems to be the, uh, uh, the widest of the two. I'll pull out a torch. Will you light my torch? Um, yeah. Oh, nice. I'll go to the left. I'll take up running to the left. Oh, okay. Running, running, oh, running. Really running? Running to the left. Oh, oh, running. Oh, 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 oh. charging into the dark oh, of the tunnel to the very left. Let's go, everybody. You hear the echo, the echo heavy footsteps of Grog disappearing into the darkness. <laughs> 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 Grog, Grog, don't run too far ahead. You guys give chase. It's like yes. having Goofy as a party member. Goofy! <laughs> 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 um, as, as you guys catch up to Grog, which isn't too hard, uh, get, unless, are you going to a full sprint, though? No, no, no. Leisurely <laughs> jump. Right. Um, you catch up to Grog. The tunnel itself is about 30 feet wide, 20 feet tall, uh, and it is a slow, continuously gradual decline and curve to the left. Can you do another Like a spiral wall? downward. Yeah. Um, then we could do a cave Well, that might be dangerous. Yeah, but it'll be fun. You guys continue for another 20 or so minutes down before it opens up into a small alcove to the right, and and, but the tunnel continues. This alcove, it's about 35, 40 feet in, and uh, it looks like there are remnants here of a camp that was set up once. Um, similar to the war camp, but once again abandoned, or at least currently not in use. Any useful shit. Can we go, oh, can we go in? We should probably rest, heal up, get our post spells back. Can you cast the illusion terrain and make it look like there's no hole in the cavern here? Um, no, I can't today. I'm sorry. But this is where we're. This is where we're going to be chilling. <clears throat> I can seal off that tunnel still. But we have to be able to get back out. Right. <laughs> no, if I, um, no, if you seal off the passage, right? We keep going down, and if that's a dead end, it's probably not. If it is, can't you? Can't we rest and use the same spell to open it up? No, it's permanent. That uh, sucks. We, but we would just have a grog hack away at it. For I do. It does. It can be you know, destroyed. They do call me Grog the Locksmith. Right. They don't right. Call can we go in and look at the camp <laughs> and see, like, yeah. stealthily check out? I can make it really foggy. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation. Yeah. Yes, we know that about you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What about in the game, though? I can make it look like a 20. All right. Well, let's get the stone. As you guys are having this conversation, Vex does a quick glance over. There are about four tents that are still set up. There appears to be a small ring where a fire was set up. You can see bits of charcoal and bits of long, long, long forgotten burnt meat. Remnants of charcoal and such there. I'm going to look for a seal to see if there's there's a seal anywhere around. Uh, you do see on one of the walls there was a similar seal, the uh, Bahamut. Oh, this was her camp! Kimo was here! Um, Kimo was here! However, there are four Hashtag tents Kimo here, oh. which means previously you saw just one from what you saw. There are four here. Um, an interesting change to your appearance. Either it's been repurposed or there were more people with her, or uh, since then the, tent, the camp has been used by other individuals aside from her. Um, 
However, glancing through, you do notice that there are uh, a few discarded travel bags. Um, carrying rope, grappling hooks, general uh, cluster of torches, about eight in total. Um, and as you glance about, you can see in this alcove, looking at the dirt itself, it looks like there was a serious struggle. Can, start can, uh, can I use tracking and see uh, what happened, like Prince Humperdinck? <laughs> uh, well, the, this is part of your, your investigation okay, role, essentially. Okay. Um, unless you want to track where the tracks went, that's a different story. That's, well, can I see who was attacked first? Does it look like Kima was attacked or she? It's hard to tell. You see some of the some of the footsteps and some of the drag marks, while mostly worn over. Um, elements do show some of the fairer folk. Um, the Duragar have a very distinct footprint or size, uh, you do see one that resembles more of like gnomish or halfling origin. Um, you see drags, eye drag marks in the dirt, you see other individuals, uh, looks like there are chunks of uh, rock that have been you know, chopped off the side of the wall that look fresh, where you can see the soot that has settled into this part of the cavern is no longer visible, where these scratch marks basically took off and exposed fresh rock. Um, the drag marks, do they lead outside of the alcove and down? They do, and they lead down the tunnel further. <clears throat> Let's go that way, or I'll be resting. Do we need to rest? I mean, I feel I like need we to need rest. to get our spells back, otherwise yeah. we're just going to get killed. Yes. Are we being chased right now? Yeah, yeah, possibly. Are people possibly. on our tail? Possibly. We can rest in shifts. Yeah, I guess. That's I'll stay awake. I'm totally fine at the moment, so I'll stay awake too. Should I, should I, should I, seal, should I seal the, the tunnel? I need to sleep. Maybe seal the tunnel behind us, yeah, so yes. that if they do come, yeah, they I have to, like, like, I can stay awake too, I'm okay. Cool. So maybe everybody sleep. So I do. Okay, so you use your spell. You seal off the tunnel with pillows. You can just barely get most of the entranceway covered. There's a couple of small slivers and spaces between. But we um, would sure hear them if they were. Trying to get yeah, through, yeah. Alright, um, all right, so you guys end up making camp. Uh, you guys lighting a fire? Are you keeping it dark? What's yeah, your plan? I've got, a, I've got two firewood bundles in the bag of um, I IKEA holding. I think it's a good idea. Fire. We're fine. It's warm down here. It's fairly warm. Yes. Oh. Then no. We've <laughs> <laughs> got Tiberius. He's awake and cast light. Let's just let's just go into one of these tents. Right. I, I let's go into these tents. Into a tent. I know. Yeah. Well, you need to have our own tent. There's enough. Are there any? The is anything made of wood down I, here? Like, I actually have to rest on the fire, so I can't do shifts. There, what wood there is is used charcoal in the abandoned fire pit, unfortunately. So you guys set up? I pull out uh, some dice so that Grog and I can gamble all over them. How much does a rest heal? Kind of uh, a rest heal is beautiful. Oh, oh sweet. Yeah, let's pull it rest. Do I, do I have time to do a, do, do a quick engineering feat as well? You do not have... Like, at this point, I mean, you could... What are you trying to do, I should say? Make an explosive arrow. I'm just in a mood. Do you have any currently built explosives? Um, no, but I have gunpowder. You know what? I'll let you go ahead and try it with just your Tinker's yeah. kit. It's going to be a difficult That's fine. roll. Go uh, for it's, it. It's, uh, what, do I, what do I add? Am I just straight roll? Uh, you add your proficiency bonus, which is uh, the Tinker's kit. Oh, four. okay. Proficiency bonus. Um, 15? 15. Okay. Okay. Um, you managed to fasten what appears to be an, uh, a black powder... Uh, impact-based explosive to the tip of an arrow. It's a little weighty and unwieldy. It might not be the most accurate thing in the world, but if it hits, it's probably going to impact a punch. Okay. I have another gift. 
You do? Explosive arrow. It's a bit iffy. Gently. It's a bit iffy. Gently. Don't trust it. It's a bit iffy. More like a shotgun. It'll get better. It'll get better. You very gingerly place it within your quiver. I don't think you want it. It's heavy in the tip. It's one of those things where you know shooting it is going to be an interesting challenge. That's up to you. You haven't even played with your hammer yet. It's very unlikely to explode by itself because it needs to be moving at a high speed. But but it's just not. Maybe I won't keep it straight behind my head. Yeah, no, not straight. Behind. Mm. Let's just kind of keep it down oh, at the with a dagger, maybe. Okay. Oh, right on <laughs> the next one will be better. All right. all right. Did we all rest? Are we rested? Yeah. As the evening transpires, you all get your evenings of rest. You guys kind of keep them watch, gambling mm-hmm. away. At a certain point throughout the evening, something perks up your ears. You begin hearing footsteps. Many footsteps. <gasps> Oh no. How many? How many? Many unlocked. Sounds like anywhere between six, ten more. From right, from from uh, from up? From above, yeah. Above. Above. From above? Like the ceiling? Like Like where you have up the path, right? Up to the path where you guys came from. Wait, Grog and I are the only ones awake, right? Grog and I are the only ones awake. Right. Do we lay low and hold quiet in these tents? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. I'm still awake. Lay low. Let them come. I think so. <gasps> what? Uh, Keep sleeping in shadow. Uh, no, 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 no. I roused my sister quietly. She's in this tent. All right. Leaving the rest to sleep. Stealth. The three of you make a stealth check. I stealth as well. You do, Rog. You do. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. Wait. Seventeen. Twenty. Still passed out. Oh yeah, that was a one. This, by the way, Again? was yeah. given to me by Will. Wake I was, up your sister. Thank you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> it was just us boys. Thank and you, Will. Woke her up. All right. So. Wait, I was awake too. You were awake too. Yes. At this point, you weren't resting. No, no, she was. Oh, she I was, was, was still at full. Okay. Both of my spells. Actually, if you're not resting, you don't yeah, get spells back. I will fall asleep. Sleep. I totally forgot. Yes. <laughs> I'm sound asleep. You are welcome to stay awake if you want, but you just want to stop. You would be exhausted. You were just going all inception. You know, you fall asleep and you're like, am I dreaming or is this the dream or is this real? I was totally sleeping. You wake up and you have to pee. And I spaced. I was asleep. All right, so... Between the three of you, thankfully, you had two successes against one failure. You managed to cover for your sister, who... Thank you, thank you. And you wake her up. You guys quietly wait. Oh, no, that was a bad expression. All right. So, the footsteps progress through, and you... There's no light source, as... Durgar, for the most part, does not require light to see the tunnels. 
Um, you guys have low light vision. It's not dark vision. Not dark vision. There's no light in this area. No, it's no. It's black. You just hear. No, you just hear the footprints go by. Good thing we didn't make a campfire. You hear them approach the outskirts of the alcove. Yes, you are. <laughs> Bad choices all around. No, they're going. As the footsteps approach the outskirts of the alcove, the rest of you sleeping soundly, unaware of what's transpiring. A few moments pass, and the footprints appear to be passing past downward in the tunnel. <laughs> Eventually, when the footfalls dissipate, and silence once again takes the camp, you breathe a sigh of relief and remove your hand from Vex's well, maybe just face. Last time I did that, I got kicked in the nuts very hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, eventually, when you feel en- enough time has passed where those who have been resting come from their sleep, <clears throat> spells recovered, wounds are healed, except for those who didn't sleep. You guys maintain the same health you had previously. Oh, what a good sleep I've had. That also puts a level of exhaustion. (laughs) So, there is one level of exhaustion on both of you currently. So what does that do to us? It just means any ability checks you take, so any skills you take are at a disadvantage until you get a full level 2 potion right now. One more level 2 potion. Okay. You can use use your hit dice to heal stuff. Before you start throwing potions around, if you have a moment to rest, you can use your hit dice. Yeah. 5th edition. Um, before you start throwing potions around, because remember, you're far away from civilization right now. You have a very limited number of potions now to lead you through here, unless you find some way to return to the surface. What's happening? In combat. So, um, <clears throat> you'll eventually come back to consciousness in this darkened alcove, pitch black. Uh, it is still warm, a slight smell of soot and dust in the air. What do you guys want to do? I, I have a question. Yes. Outside of existence. Tiberius put up a uh, stone, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear any. <laughs> oh no! Right? He put it. He put it up next to our alcove, so they just kind of passed it by our alcove. Basically, matched the wall as you guys understand. Oh, around. so we sealed ourselves into yes. the yes. pocket. Yes. Oh, we didn't even hide the tent. Well, no. Well, there's, you're not. You're not completely in there. Okay. You know, he, he could block off most of it. There's like okay. little spaces between. Spaces. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you. I think we should all freshen up. Since it's a new day. Right, we're all healed. Maybe, does anyone have to pee? Or yeah, perhaps? That, yeah, that. Is anyone something? particularly dirty? Intermission! Indeed. <laughs> Hello, I'm Matthew Mercer, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now, we return to the action. Welcome back, guys. All right, I think everyone is sufficiently uh, rested and uh, bathroom break. Yep. And uh, so we pick it back up. So, as you all... Regain consciousness and prepare yourselves for the day ahead. Once again, you've gone a number of days without sunlight, without any vision of the sky. It's a very disorienting experience for all of you who are unfamiliar with subterranean territory. Even though you are rested, you don't feel rested. And there's kinks in your back from the rocky floor. The best you could find yourself any sort of comfort here is from whatever you have on your back. Um, Most of you sleep in your armor out of necessity and paranoia. Um, As consciousness comes to you... (laughs) Uh, you guys are able to try and find your way back out now that you've been sealed in. Can we squish through the little cracks? No. We have to cut it down. You have about a, a five, six inch gap between each of them. So uh, we gotta break our way out of here, Grog. Well, do I get to hit things? You do. Stop. Oh Can I just give it a try just to see? 
Should I make a dent? Yeah, go ahead, make an athletics check. And just to try it out, I'd like to bring out the flaming hammer of... Actually, for this I'd say it's a straight strength check. This is just physicality, strength against this, the stonework. Might need to take it all at once. Yeah. 23. Alright. With the hammer. Right. So, as Pike, as you go and swing at the pillar, you impact with all your might, and the pillar cracks at the impact. You're like, that is awesome. And you look up a few inches and notice that Grog's axe also is in the same pillar. You guys, you, you take about five or six minutes or so, and you manage to hack away enough in one of the pillars to leave enough room to squeeze through. Um, it takes a little while, but you manage to, to leave that open. Um, you all gather your things, you've grouped together, and you can continue in whichever direction you wish. Down. Yeah, we're going down. All right. Um, as you guys... Uh, there's also some, I believe, some Dorgar. Uh, we didn't tell you. Us? Yes, uh, while you were sleeping in the middle of the night, uh, Dorgar walked I assume... Dorgar,どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どうか、どう
24! Make an acrobatics check. Suck it! What, go, what goes around comes around, baby. Uh, 22. Oh. <laughs> face down. Backs. A slight bruise in the cheek as you go face planting into the stonework. I'm going to voluntarily. Oh, what happened? What, what, what happened? Did you not stale past that little pebble? It's alright. When the illithid uh, general is bearing down on your walnut-sized brain, yeah. I may be there. Hey, I'm in the to hell. <laughs> you guys, you guys. Oh, I'm so happy right now. These happens again. Thoros <laughs> <laughs> shuffles, shuffles alongside you guys. Right, everybody, we're getting slapped. Right, 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 right. Lack of oxygen. We're going crazy. It's only nine thirty in the morning. Christ's sake! As you guys are walking. Uh, welcome to make chatter in discussions you like. That um, was a high acrobatics roll. I think the DM <laughs> wanted me to eat shit. No, it was yours versus his. Yeah. It was a direct versus. Yeah. 24 versus 22. He won. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's some of the rolls, man. So, wait, did you get a chance to chat for a second? Yes. Um, uh, Pike, did you ever fully tell us what all you saw in your vision? And have you, um,. Perhaps had any more visions. I did, I did. What? So when I oh, when right. I stayed uh, away, I um, went to a uh, a shrine of Serenray um, just to sort of see because I had a feeling that I'd been here or something like that. So in this vision, um, I basically saw what we've been going through already. And what? what the soldier was talking about. <laughs> so uh, I saw something that was, um, there was a, a single twisted horn of blackened soul oh, matter. Oh, soul, um, soul matter? Uh, it was a, a point of, of concentrated evil. Oh. His horn? Yes. Um, Nasty horns. And it was so strong that I that I, I couldn't stay in the vision because I could I could feel that um, it, it was taking over. So I, I pulled me out of the out of the dream among various things. But I it's saw like the some horn some, of Sauron. <laughs> the horn of Sauron. Is that your cousin? Is that your cousin? I didn't see whales. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, no. But um, no whales. No, no. The horn no. of Havan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, horn of. I had some of the visions of where, sort of, because I, I kind of went in, passed, and then got to this thing. So, I guess depending on where we are, can you lead us the direction to go? Yes, if I see things that are familiar, such as. <laughs> 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 um, I went past. Uh, uh, a jagged onyx-colored fortress framed in molten rock. Mm. Well, that seems like we're heading. Yes, past a field of, uh, of, of broken glass and bone. Right. We haven't... Obsidian? Oh, no. Yeah. Or just um, melted sand. I mean, um... It, and the prettiest was into a cavern of uh, blue crystal where uh, a fungal fortress... Fungal, sort of entwined an ancient city of marble. Places. Sounds really shitty. Did the blue gem look valuable? 
As you mentioned that night, Kurosa uh, kind of nods and says, I heads where the colony resides. Your colony. Oh, a great city. In which of those places? In the... In the fungals? Fungals. Amongst the ruins of jade and black. Is that where we should go? Rotted by a forest. That's your Gvario? This is where the temple resides, where Kavan holds. Oh, the brain. Yeah. This is where we need to go, I'm assuming. He sounds like a real fun guy. I know. Oh, God. Triple yeah. again. Just triple again. Triple again. So I bet the fortress. Make a will save for What is that, wisdom? Yes. Well. <laughs> Uh, you feel a mental slap <laughs> Horota glares at you from across the tunnel There'll be none of that My presence I got a bitch slap Noted, noted So I bet the fourth fortress you saw I bet the one of obsidian was where Percy's losing his shit. Lady. Quick, there's a bathroom right over there, Percy. I bet that's the one because she, he mentioned molten lava or something. So I bet she's being held there and then further in his command. Yeah. So oh. get her. Yeah. Get command. Emberhold, yes. Is that an obsidian fortress? It is black and jagged. Yes. So the ultimate well, question is are way. we heading the right way? Are we heading the right way, Pike? Do you know? All you know is it's going down. So that's better than us. Let's keep going. Do I need to take off running? Basically, we need to go down because if we go up, that means we're going out. Yeah, let's keep going. So let's keep going. You guys press forward and you begin to encounter little trickles on the ceiling of orange glowing avoid that little puddles if we've learned anything from minecraft <laughs> <laughs> don't dig, don't away. dig there um, progressing further down you start seeing large clusters little pools of molten rock beginning to form under certain sections um, and a little ways up you begin hearing additional footsteps to your own further down the tunnel. Oh, further out of the tunnel. Can we yeah. sell? Can yeah. we sell? And I, my favorite terrain is the underground. It is. I don't know what that means, though. <laughs> <laughs> where we are. No, 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 I, no, I know, but I don't know what favorite terrain it. gives me because I try to look it up and I can find it. Out. Out. <laughs> Does it give me advantage in the Here. Here's a sheet that has all the information oh, you need. Oh, good. Thank you. There you go. Everyone, uh, yeah. there you go. by the way, uh, I take uh, one of the earrings from Scanlan and give it to Grog. Hey, okay. So Grog, you now have one of the. I got an earring. You got the walkie-talkie earring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scanlan is not happy about this. Well, Shots he's not go. saying anything. Everyone, there's, there's uh, sounds, there's footsteps coming from ahead. Let Exali and I scout ahead. Wait, wait for a moment. Oh, bother. Come on. Yes, okay. Let's do something. Yes. Stealth checks for both of you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Two, 
are the same. Alright. So. <laughs> you guys Sorry. vanish into the darkness best you can tell, kind of weaving between the portions of the tunnel that naturally uh, shift and give you moments where you can hide off to the side. As you guys hold back, you guys push ahead, and you can see the little points of glowing light where these lava pools, every you know, 100 or so feet, begin to appear. You begin listening out, and you hear these footfalls are very heavy. And the gate of whoever's walking seems to be wider than that of a normal humanoid. Oh, let me play, please. Well, certainly not now. How far ahead of, they, of us did they sound? Uh, probably a good 60, 70 feet. You could hear some muttering. Can I understand what you're saying? <laughs> no. I'm listening. I'm trying to make out how many sets of footsteps I can hear. And I look on the ground and see if I can find multiple sets of footprints as well. Look on the ground? Uh, you guys have no light source currently. It's pitch black. But there's, there's lava, lava spilling and we can see in dim light. Oh. Okay, do you want to go to the nearest lava pool? All right. Yes. It's very, very faint. Um, very, very faint visual. You can see there are a number of tracks up and down for all different sizes. This area, this tunnel's traversed quite it's a lot. of traffic, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> listening, you hear two sets of heavy footsteps. <laughs> and when you hear what sounds like some sort of a, a squeak sound, like a... From around the edge, you can just barely make out these two lumbering humanoid shapes. Can we tell what they are? Um, trying to see if they're seeing us. They uh, begin to step towards your direction. Back, back away. Guys, back up and kind of flatten yourselves against the wall. <coughs> Separate sides. You can see they're now both dragging behind them this small uh, roughshod cart with something inside it. String a rope across. Okay, you pull rope across. Oh, yay! (laughs) I also yank my serpentine belt off. Oh. Throw it out uh, right under the rope. Okay. What's that do? So, snake. as he oh, throws okay. the leather, the leather shifts form suddenly in midair into a serpent that slips under the ground and kind of slithers in pace, curling up at the approaching two monolithic this entities. Is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Yes, so it is. Really? Really? Um, as they begin to cross in front of you, you go pull taut on the rope. Stop. The immediate one. Falls forward, tripping face first in the ground with a heavy. You guys hear in the distance this loud thud, this impact sound. And we call. I go. I'm running. Rage. And I leave out daggers at the fallen one. All right. Run! You guys are rushing in. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Yeah. I'm rage. <laughs> I figured you were raging. Yeah. Well, you know, when the ladies um, call my name. <laughs> that that sucks. Could be worse. Could be worse. Skin and skin. What are we fighting? What are we fighting? I know, right? Oh, God, you fighting? We don't know. Oh, lava pools. Lava pools! Lava pools! Lava pools! Whoa! Grog, you better be throwing some pictures at that Ooh. lava. <laughs> Last time I tried to do somebody, that's you know, something I put into myself. All right. Hashtag bitches and lava. <laughs> Hashtag bitches and lava. You guys are knowing about this way? Bitches and lava. Bitches and lava. 
He's excited about the lava. I've got 99 problems and a troll ain't one. <laughs> they are two giant ogres. Oh god, one's on the which ground. Is back here. <laughs> and one that's just fallen over there. And they are carrying some sort of large cart-like object, I'll just say for now. This uh, is so dumb. Use the D20. We'll say it's about there. All right. What's in the cup? So, initiative order, guys. Did we get a surprise at all? You like, do, actually. Uh, I'm just drawing this just so we have the order, but you guys are going to get a full round of surprise on okay, the order. Cool. All right. So, uh, 25 to 20. Oh, man, really? 20 to 15. 19. 15. 15. All right. Uh, upon the thud, I got scared and I cast Stone Skin immediately. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Stone Skin. So, Vex and Vax both got 15? Yeah. 15. yeah. Oh. Okay, uh, 15 to 10? 13. 13 as well. 11? <laughs> oh no, bro! I fought it, I rolled. I rolled a 9. <laughs> oh, bro. Greg. All right. How much does the ogre weigh? For the ogres, uh, the ogres each probably weigh nearly a ton. Oh shit! They're big. So like two hundred pounds. They are. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Close to that. All right. Slip my sheet real fast here. There we go. All right, so top of the round, type, uh, no, surprise round is for both of you guys first since the rest of you rush in, so Vex and Vax, you guys get a surprise round. Awesome. Jumping in the air, so yep. I'm going to go. The guys on the ground. Okay, and this is my, since it's a surprise, it's automatic crit. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. He's on the ground, so you have an advantage in the attack rolls. Okay, oh, good. All right, so that's, uh, that's 28. That definitely hits. Yeah, one new person. This is my uh, poison dagger. Two, eight, eight. Okay, doing my sneak attack damage. Here we go. Four, nine, twelve, eighteen. Yeah, twenty-three. Hold, hold, hold. Fourteen, two. 62 points of damage. 62 points of damage. Wow. Nice. Wow. You leap on and entirely eviscerate the ogre. You jump onto its back, slash into its its back of its torso. As you pull open the uh, the flesh, you expose the back of the rib cage, and it kind of gives this horrible gurgling sound as it dies immediately on the spot. What? Nice. And I'm gonna use my bonus action to hide. Okay. So, go ahead and make a stealth check. Yeah. Natural 20. All right. March. See you later, motherfuckers! There's a big old ogre right there. We're going to say that's an ogre on the ground. It's a big squishy ogre. What? It's considered rough terrain because you're now having to go over this giant dead body in the middle of the tunnel. Wow. All right, your turn. I hunters mark him. All right. And then I'm gonna shoot him with the explosive arrow. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so I'm gonna see if it hits. I'm gonna use the blazing bowstring. That's a 22. 22 definitely hits. Okay. 
I'm also blazing bowstring that gives me a plus uh, d10. Okay, 14 plus d10. Wait, that's a 10. Yeah, that's 10. Plus 19. And then um, Hunter's Mark plus 6. 25. 25 plus whatever the explosive So, is. as you pull the arrow out, it's a little wonky. It's actually what you rolled. It's a minus 4 penalty to hit with it. But you still managed to hit the big creature. Even though it's in very big darkness, in a darkness you would ignore... Uh, right. Wash your cover. Um, you fire it. It arcs slightly, smacks in the side of its its chest and stomach area with some cavernous explosion sound that rocks the immediate vicinity. Yes. Um, yes. It takes an additional two d eight points of explosive damage. Oh! Nice. Nine points, uh, and everything around it also takes the additional damage. Oh, this whole radius does. Uh, oh, the, cart, the cart. The cart. The wood. On the wheel side, shatters and breaks and falls to one side. Um, what you see in uh, some sort of a glass container that was in the back of the cart shatters and cracks. Oh no. Oh. Um, I'm still happy. Well, <laughs> still pretty cool. Collateral damage. Top of the round. Tied oh, and can I move away? Uh, you can move if you want, yeah. Yeah, I'll move back. Back to here? Yeah. Okay. Right. Use a pointer if you need. Oh, right. Well, there. Alright. <laughs> um, so, Tavir, you're up first. Pretty good. I'll uh, take a few steps forward and be like, oh, this is poppycock. And I'll shoot a scorching ray right at the dude. All right, go for it. Go for all for the attack. Um, okay. So what am I rolling? Do you ignore partial cover? Uh-huh. Oh, like can I just in general? Did you take that feat? No. No. Okay. So yeah, so uh, you are rolling. Uh, okay, so yeah. So what which roll did it? Oh, I rolled all three of once, because I have to do one for each. Right, yeah. So I got uh, 12, a 13, and a 12. Okay. All three rays, unfortunately, miss. Due to the, yeah. due to the darkness in this room, it's very hard to see, other than the slight glow from the lava. Um, so you fire all three rays, and you can streak through, and each one gives off just enough light from the actual flaming ray to glow the vicinity, but not the actual target. You see them both streak off and slam the wall on the opposite side. Wait, do, do, does it, do I add my dex on those? You add your, your spell modifier. It's on top of your spell page. Oh, oh, oh no! I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Twenty plus nine on all that. Good to know. Yeah, sorry. All three hit. Go ahead and roll that. Okay. So you, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. First one does five. It's his first time casting spells. Uh, no, plus five, uh, ten. It's I rarely do charm. this one, kids. Uh, ten on the first one. All right. Uh, uh, seventeen on the second one. And uh, seventeen on the second one. Okay, is that seven? Is it saving throw for half damage? No, I mean uh, twelve on the second, the third one. Is it saving throw on this one? Or is it just straight damage? Yeah, it's straight damage. Okay, cool, gotcha. All right. Yes. So you 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 blast the ogre for three. As each explosion hits, you see the rippling of its kind of grotesque flesh from the impact. The third one blasting off a portion of its shoulder, exposing this meaty bone and blood. It gives up this horrible. Into the, uh, the 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 tunnel itself, causing just the atmosphere to shake as bits of stone begin to rumble and fall from the ceiling. Um, all right, that ends your turn. Yeah, it's still standing barely. Uh, it's now its turn. It steps away. You can't see me. 
over the dead body of his brethren. At that point, uh, it's just going to charge through, as all it can see is the figures in the distance. Um, <laughs> that's where it is. Uh, at which point, the uh, the cart seems to shift slightly. Oh, oh no. Yeah, what did we you can do? see something slowly cleaning oh, so dark, something I thought it was be a good thing. amorphous and liquid nature begins to shift it, in the shadows. Oh no, is it, is it on fire so we can no. see? Is it on fire so we can see what it is? No, oh my no. god. It's just this giant, dangerous, it's black, dangerous. liquid, ooze-like creature that's black. We just opened Pandora's box. This is really, really bad. It's fucking dangerous. Great. I'm sorry, I exploded it. So go wrestle. <laughs> All right, so, French so kiss that shit. It's mine. Ah. Huh. I'm scared of it. I like ooze. Range All right. attacks. <laughs> uh, fire and range so, attacks. That brings fire. us to uh, Thanks. Scanlan. Scanlan. Oh God, Scanlan! Do Scanlan. something amazing, Scanlan. Scanlan has to sing. Scanlan's gonna go ahead and sing a song of inspiration. To uh, when we say to have Grog, to fight the we to. we'll never have to lose. Oh, good, yeah, thank you. It's an eight, right? Yeah, it's a D eight. Inspiration dies. We're up all night in the dark. We're up all night in the dark. We're up all night in the dark. We're up all night. Scanlan is going to cast some visibility on himself as a immediate self-sustaining reaction. That brings us to Vex. Yes, you're Okay, on the baby? Keep you. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lightning bolt the black ooze. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So you lightning arrow? Yes, I do. Okay. Oh, and, uh. Oh, the other. No, never mind. That other guy still has Um. That'd be, uh. Get it, get it. Okay, that's good. Yes. It's a 19 plus, that's a regular attack bonus, right? It's a crit. Was it? Is it 19 no, no, no. That's just no, for me. That's for you. Yes, yeah. yeah, so that hits. Okay. So, um, it's like okay, 4d8 no, of lightning damage. Oh, we'll go ahead and roll the arrow damage first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding, I was so excited! Uh, 11. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then 48 of lightning damage? As the arrow disappears no. into its form, the bolt of energy, as you pull out the arrow and release it, it sparks, and you can see the blue energy kind of streaking behind the arrow. It plunges into this thick, black, gooey mass, and as it does, the lightning just gets absorbed into its form. It sits for a second, shakes and quivers, and then <laughs> splits. Oh, no! Dividing into two separate, smaller. Ah! What is this thing? Seemingly unaffected by the damage of the lightning, other than the fact that you altered its form slightly. Great, cool, awesome. So, do you wish to move? Uh, yeah. That's I'm bit, back. Perhaps a bit. Actually, should. Yeah, yeah. I'm back up to there. All right. That brings us to the backs. You're up. All right. I'm gonna run up the back of Tall and Ugly and try to stab him. Uh, I'm gonna do the reach around again 
and try to stab him in the eye. <laughs> right. And I'm courteous. I'm hidden. I'm stealth already, I think, right? You are, yes. The stealthy yeah. reach around. Action figure. So the first attack is a stealthy. All right, sneak attack. Here we go. Signature reach around move for the eyeballs. Two plus seven is Come on, Richard. I'm sorry, I let the ooze loose. 42. Uh, 52. <laughs> 52. As you reach behind, you the, the daggers plunge into it, and the ogre that was lumbering over it doesn't have any more to its life. Its jaw just goes slack as it releases the last bit of air in its lungs, tumbling forward, piling onto its as it friends. does As it does, I want to use my bonus action to spring off its shoulders towards my friends. Okay. Okay. This direction? Yes. Towards my All right, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Sure. Over the lava pit. Don't fall in the lava pit. Uh, that's a uh, 15. 15, okay. You barely managed to catch your footing. Thank God you didn't roll a one. That would have been very bad. Um, this ogre then plummets to the ground, now piling on top of his friend. Okay, that's good. So now that whole section there is considered rough terrain. Um, all right, that brings us to Percy. Okay, I'm going to try something weird here. Where am I? Okay. Um, I'm going to step forward and off to the right a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of joining this little, like, getting right in here. And I'm going to try and shoot. This is going to sound weird, but as I'm running, I'm going to actually back me up to about there. There. I'm going to try and shoot about right here. I'm going to try and unleash the lava to, to send the lava to see if I can get it to start flowing towards. Does that make sense? Uh, I will tell you the, the the pool of lava right there isn't brimming really close to the surface. Oh, it's just down. It would take this a significant impact to carve anything that would release. It. Okay, it well I've I've come forward enough. I'm going to take a shot at one of these guys. Okay, this um, one and this one. Uh, that one. Okay, go ahead. And Maybe I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try an ice shot. Ice shot. Okay. Um. Fifteen. Fifteen. Bless you. Fifteen hits. Oh my god! All uh, right, and that's uh, fifteen hits. That's fifteen points of damage uh, plus six points of ice damage. Okay. The bullet pierces its form. You can see part of its its uh, gelatinous physical structure quiver. The ice explodes, and you see go off, and just get absorbed. To the gelatinous form, seemingly unaffected by the additional damage. That's your first shot. You get two shots. Everybody. That's right. Um. Oh, good God. But it didn't split, right? Nope. No. That's cool. It's <laughs> a perk. Um. Yeah. No. That's okay. That's a. Uh, I'm going to attempt to. Uh, is there any? Is there any loose-looking rocks that are up above? Is there anything that looks like if I gave it a push would, would fall down from up above? Uh, this one looks pretty. This no, one okay. is pretty cleanly carved out. Um, what about the areas I exploded? Over there? I mean, there's parts of the rock, but the explosion was more damaging. The things were fragile. The stone oh. work is pretty solid. I'm going to take another shot at the same one. See okay, what go for it. <laughs> uh, it's 20 that hits. Yep. Damage. Um, not a lot. That's, uh, seven points of damage. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Both shots into it. You can see its form kind of quiver at the impact, but it's still slowly slithering forward. Um, now it comes to Keyleth. 
Okay. Um, so I want to move kind of be like, whoops, sorry, excuse me, pardon me, and come like here's these. Would you say that I'm 30 feet away from that guy? Just barely. Like, he's just in the cusp of 30 feet from me. Will my thorn whip reach him? My 30 foot range thorn whip? Right. I'm gonna try and thorn whip him. Okay. What's the thorn whip do? <laughs> <laughs> huh? What's the thorn whip do? Uh, wait, well, it um, makes, does 2d6 damage, it's 30 foot range, and it pulls 10 feet. Alright, so you, you hit. Go ahead and roll damage. I, I hit. I hit. That's fine. Okay. Um, you rolled 20, right? Huh? I didn't roll yet. Oh, you didn't roll yet. Right. No. So I rolled it. What did I add my spell modifier? Yep. 18. Yeah, you did. Woo! So go ahead and damage. 19. Sorry, it's actually 19. That's it's, it's, um, it doesn't move very fast. It's a little easy to hit. Okay, that's good. One All right, piercing damage. But I pull him 10 feet closer to me. Does he go into the lava? Gets pushed just ever so slightly into the As it does, you can see this blackish steam smoke begin to billow up from where it hits, and it begins to quiver as you're kind of yanking it back with the thorn whip. What was that sound uh, I made again? Uh, it takes 2d10 points of damage from the impact of the lava. That's an additional 17 points of fire damage to it. Fire damage. Nice. Oh, yes. And I've got him on a leash now. Bad. You do. Is it considered grappled? No. Then that would be the end of the attack. The spell spades after that. Oh, okay. You have to do it again the next turn. Hey, okay. that was pretty All right. Yeah. That ends your turn. Pike, you're up. Okay, so question. I want to use something I think that I can use called... Um, this may be stupid, so I have another option if this is dumb. That's what it's called. Um, yes. <laughs> That's a weird so, spell. So, something so called Insect Plague. Okay. Yeah. Um, which uh, you can use as a as a, a ranged attack in a twenty foot radius sphere. Yes, yeah, so you, you you do it a range and it creates a twenty foot radius that does this. Okay, and then it's a one d ten. Creature takes four d ten piercing damage. Oh, on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful. Cool. Okay. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. So you want to move? Uh, okay. And then we can see what tries the creatures where do you want, where do you want to go, girl? Zone. Okay. So where am I? I'm sorry. I can't You're right over here. It's your gold. Okay. So where your do I need base. to be to, to do it? Like maybe up next nope. to the overdead. One, two, three. That's about as close as you can get there. Yeah. Okay. So can I still? Yeah, you can cast it. There? Where do you want to put the radius? Um. Are these fi- are these all five? Yeah, these are yeah. all five foot squares. This okay, so I'd just like to point out, this is like the Avengers trailer where all the heroes run out and jump at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can get them both in there if you want. Okay, so I'll try to get them both. Okay, all right. So, so then 10. So go ahead and roll the damage. Okay, so how, wait, how many are Fifth level? If you're casting this fifth level spell? It's up to you. Do it. I'll be able to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I save a healing. Go for it. So you fight what you gotta do. Okay. So, uh... Eleven. Eighteen. Nineteen. Okay. So how many? Those 
gets to make a saving throw to see if it's half damage. Yeah, four. What's four? I roll, I roll four. Hold on. 25. Okay. What's the DC? What's your spell DC at the top of your spell sheet? Uh, eight. Plus, or no, sorry, 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 DC sorry. should be... Uh, 16. 16? Okay. One makes it save, the other doesn't. So what's the total okay. damage? Uh, 25, 25. All right. So one takes 25, one takes 13. Piercing good. You got it. And just insects will just pierce in the area, everything there, and take another damage. Does that stay, or does it go away at the end of the turn? Um, What's the duration? Concentration up to 10 minutes. So you can keep it there if you want to. I'll just keep and it. And just damage every turn to everything in that radius. Awesome. No, let's just keep it. Okay. I'm All right. just really concentrating. That ends your turn. Uh, Grog, you're up. Right. Um. I would like to pull the flaming hammer out of the bag of holding, yeah. and I would like to run at the. Now you'll get him in the insect cloud. This guy. What? All right. Now get him the insect Two, cloud. Three, Stay away four, from the insect cloud. I forgot it was an insect cloud. That's as far as you can get currently. Oh, because they're off the terrain and they can jump over the bodies to get there. Wait, but my natural... Then, I, then if that's as far as I can get, I would like to take the hooded lantern I have out of the bag of holding and Difficult terrain does it. not slow my group's travel when this is my favorite terrain. Oh! Hey! Yeah, dark. Oh, 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 oh. So you just go charging up over top of the ogre bodies. <laughs> Leaping. Coming down with the hammering, you said? Yes, with the flaming hammer. Activating the flaming properties of rage okay. and urine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. Don't let it touch you. Don't let it touch you. Work those rules. Go for it. So go ahead and roll for attack. You have three attacks with this. As you are. Are you frenzying or regular rage? Raging, raging, raging. Just regular rage. Okay, so you get two attacks. Yeah, 19. 19 hits. Twelve also hits. Yay! Awesome. And this is a one D. And damage? Are you using it two-handed? Yeah. One D ten damage. One D ten. Plus whatever the fire damage is in the on the weapon. That can't be right. What did you roll? What the dice rolled? One D ten. Is this right? If you roll zero, you roll ten. That's yes. a 30. Oh, that's a 30. Oh, yeah. So, so, so three plus your proficiency modifier, which is four. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, this is for, dam- this is for, for damage. So damage would be, would be plus your strength modifier. Oh, uh, four. Is, yeah, so four still. So seven. And plus seven for rage. Uh, pl- plus two for rage. Plus two for rage. Yeah. So whatever your bonus is to your great axe, yeah. what's that? Oh, uh, it's to the great axe is seven when I'm raging. All right, so ten points of damage, and then roll the fire damage as well. Is that one d ten also? One d ten. It should say on the on the uh, actual magical item. Yep. One d six. One d six additional fire damage. Five. All right, nice. so fifteen points of damage total <laughs> in the first strike. Go ahead and roll damage for the second one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> one down. So 14 plus an additional 1d6. Alright, cool. Alright, so as you come running over, leaping in the air over the ogre bodies, you come down and slam the hammer once in the side, the fire catching on the metal, on the uh, the black iron as it streaks through the air, lighting up the cavern around you. You guys see this like red arc as Grog comes slamming down to the first one it hits. Boom! Smacks the flames ignite on the impact. You can see it. It kind of freaks out and quivers back with this screeching sound. As it does, 
a splash of the black acre that hits your shoulders, and you feel it burn and bite into your torso. You take ten points of acid damage. Oh, shit. You reach back, not even thinking, the frenzy in your in your brain feel like just just, just seeing blood and red in your eyes. You slam down for the second strike, feel the second impact. Once again, a spray of black across your body, taking an additional ten points of acid damage. Of course, that's nothing for Grog. That's nothing. 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 He likes it. That ends Grog's turn. Have you not healed at all? No, we still just helped to scratch. On this turn, this one pulls out of the lava. Takes an additional 2d10 from being in at the start of its turn. Additional 8 damage. And moves up. Both of them flank over to Grog. Come to me, Both of them attempting to strike you from each side. Is your flanked? That is a uh, 20 versus armor class. That'll hit. And a uh, 21 versus armor class. Alright. <laughs> both, both of the creatures, they. Up next to you, these pseudopods kind of come billowing out, slamming into you with the force of, a, of an extremely thick, heavy battering ram. Oh. Both hit you for, uh, let's see here, broken their glass cascade. One hits you for 12 points of damage, okay. the other hits you for 14 points of damage. Okay. Uh, remember, you're raging, so that's half. Oh, half. Both of those? Yeah. Awesome. However, both impacts slamming into your body the leftover sludge begins to eat away and corrode the flesh upon impact. You take from both sides non-halved, because it is not slashing, bludgeoning, or piercing damage. Uh, you take a total of 56 points of acid damage. What? From both slams. <gasps> Frog's unconscious. No, not. Double not. that? Double that or that? Huh? No, that. From both sides. 28 from each. Mm. 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 All right, so the little piles of shit have got uh, uh, huevos. Uh, Corota is going to move up to here. Uh, it's like... <laughs> Frog! Experiment, Jello. It's a rough one. It must be all smart with a fire hammer. Hey, it did damage, didn't it? It certainly did something. All right. Corota is going to move forward and is going to attempt a... Uh, a oh, it's kind of close. I'm going to attempt a lightning bolt against this guy here. Lord yeah. Jack pulls back, releases the bolt. Why would Toto to use a lightning bolt when he saw that the lightning did not work for me? Clorota did not see it. Clorota did not see? Where was Clorota? Way back. What is he doing? Clorota is trying to screw with us. Why was he trailing? Oh, he's what the fuck? He's a slacker. He's a fucking uh, this, but he doesn't have this. My week, he's hanging All this. Right. If I would recommend what is the deal with the Mindler? I'm not arguing with the DM. I'm calling the uh, slacker. Throw the, as it releases the bolt of energy, it streaks past to the air. It arcs into the side of the uh, the entity, which then absorbs it. Clorota's eyes go wide for a second. Nervously looks at its hands and puts them back underneath its robe. As it does. <laughs> the, uh, the entity divides once again. Two more. Uh, that ends its turn. At this point in time now, the loud ruckus has been clearing through this tunnel. Shit. You hear. Yep. 
No, I'm not an opera hulk. <laughs> Is it another a one of those? A pair of clacking sounds, and you instinctively look up on the ceiling, and you see two large creatures clinging to the ceiling, scurrying across with these strange hooked hands, before both immediately leap down from the ceiling. Are you freaking kidding me? What are those? What's that? He's trying to kill us. No. What is this? These two large, armored, beak-faced, subterranean creatures with shells on their backs and giant hooked arms leap down from the ceiling. Um, One is going to attempt to strike with both of its hook attacks at Pike. Pike is in here! This one is moving over Tiberius. Oh, Tiberius, our soft, vulnerable spot. What are you talking about? So, uh, against (laughs) Pike, that is 21. Uh, And 13. Misses. Alright, you take 11 points of piercing damage. Wherever she is. Um... And the other one misses, clinging against the armor. The, the hook scrapes across the metal, leaving this extremely loud sound. The other one goes twice against Tiberius. That is a uh, 16. Yeah, you're 17. And a uh, 9. Both miss. <laughs> Barely getting out of the way. This giant, like, large armored creature right there. Take a look. Uh, all right, that ends that to the top of the round. Tiberius, you're up. Oh, I look at him with a, a funky grin. All right. It's a funky one. That's your end. How much is he weigh? Like 800 pounds? Uh, it's pretty pretty heavy. You'd say probably close to 500, 600 pounds. Ah, beautiful. I cast telekinesis and I hurl him over my head and chuck him at the other one. I want to get away from Pike. And I don't think I can throw him that far. Wait, how far is he from the lava, actually? It's about that guy right there. I'm okay, I have it's a about lot 35 of, I have Then, I have a lot of armor. I'll try that instead. I'll try to okay. make slam a, dunk. Make a saving throw. Uh, ugh, that fails entirely. <laughs> so, the creature in front of you lifts up in the air and starts flailing about with its hooks. <laughs> trying to find some purchase in the ceiling. You toss it over. And it lands squarely into the pool of lava in the center of the tunnel. You're <laughs> screeching in pain as it begins trying to find its way out. Um, yes. Okay. That's yes, yes. I like lava rules. I like lava As it's fully submerged. Uh, Who did that? Who did that? All right, that is 45 points of fire damage on it immediately as it's slowly sinking into the pool of lava. He starts sinking into the pool of lava? Tiberius just wow. te- just telekinesis them up in the air and threw it into yes. the lava pool. Good job. Oh. I use two sorcerer points, and with the other one I do glacial blast at the other guy. The other one there. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll for the. Uh, yeah. uh, roll. Add your. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, with a spell attack, right? Yeah. Do I get? Uh, oh. Um. Thirteen plus two. Fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, right now, because of the level of darkness in the room, because of its distance from you, you just manage to fire just out of the range of the creature. It hits the wall behind it, leaving the slick of ice across the stone wall behind it, but unfortunately not the actual creature. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Oh, right behind it? Do I, and do I see Do I see myself missing, too? You're obviously? Like, Fine. As, as I'm missing, I'll form it to a spike at the end, where the wall's hitting. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So back, that. there is now an ice spike jutting out Ooh, the side nice. of that wall right there. Yes. All right. That ends your turn. Unless you want to move, stop and move action. Um, I'm going to. Where's the? That way. <laughs> this. This, this way. way. Out the hell. Of okay. Stuff. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Uh, now it would be the ogres, but they're all dead. Yay! They're on the ground. Scanlan's up. Scanlan, uh... <laughs> yeah, come on, Scanlan. Sees Pike in great danger. Sings a quick little ditty to go ahead and give, uh, an inspiration dice to Pike. So you get a D8. Okay. To, uh, to help you with any sort of attack rolls, any sort of saving throws, ability checks. Uh, no, okay. just attack roll saving throws. Okay. Okay, and uh, Scanlan is going to attempt uh, to dominate the monster using his dominate creature spell. Saving throw. Um, let's see wisdom there. It does not make it. The creature that was harrowing Pike suddenly drops its claws for a second, turns away from you, and starts looking back towards the oozes and grog. That brings us to Vex, you're up. Uh, okay. Do I have a line of sight on the other who's that's attacking Grog? Um the big one over here? You do it's it's dark and you have no light source over there currently, oh. so it, you you can try a shot, but it's gonna be a disadvantage. Okay, then I guess I should just um, half elf seeing dim light up to sixty feet. Does that pool of lava give anything? It gives a very dull glow to the room. Like it's enough where you can see there is something there. You can even take a shot as opposed to not having any chance. What about the little ooze? One of the little oozes. Uh, same possibility, partially because you're uh, currently blocked by this creature who's currently sinking in the lava. I guess I should. Um, I should. I guess I'll attack the one that's in the lava. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, I sent you. Okay, then I'll just attack him with my, uh, this is okay. lame. That's a lame. Do it. Let's <laughs> get two attacks. Oh, right, two attacks. Uh, 13? 13? Uh, 13 misses, unfortunately. Pathetic. Uh, 20. That hits. So the first one, you, you fire towards it, instead the air just into the lava and with a slight puff right, of cool. smoke. Can I have used my, my flaming bow thing on the second Here's one? Here's the one if you'd like to. Sweet. Uh, oh, oh, and I hunter's marked him because I can do that. All right, so you move the hunter's mark over. He is now your quarry. Go ahead and roll the additional fire damage and your quarry damage. <laughs> 13, uh, 19, and uh, 22. 22 damage. Alrighty. The one arrow disappears. The second one, as you release it from the bowstring, you, you feel the slight tingle of the arcane energy release into the arrow. The arrow bursts into flame as it releases from your bow, streaking and piercing the front of its hide as it's trying to claw its way out. Both of its claws are on the edges of the lava that's pulling itself, screeching its mouth and eyes wild with the severe pain it's feeling as it's slowly melting on from the bottom. The arrow into its shoulder bursts into flame. It's now freaking out. It looks like it's having a really, really rough time making its way out. Okay. Um, you want to move or you stay where you are? I'm gonna. Uh, repeat it back. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna back up and get against the wall. Oh wait, that's me! That's you there. Oh, I was thinking I was Keelan. I'm gonna come up next to Keelan. Alright, start there? No, against the wall. Alright, there. Yeah. Alright. Uh, that ends your turn. Vax, uh, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna run uh, over the dude in the lava. I'm gonna jump on him, probably make an acrobatics check and land right around here. All right. I mean, the two little slimes. Acrobatics check. Yeah. Fault the lava. Uh, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22. Fault that lava. Ooh. You jump. Impact and barely lands next to them. Oh my now, because they are, because Grog It does is get one swipe of attack opportunity on you as you pass fine. by. Oh uh, that is going to be a 20. Okay. So as, as you leap off of it, its hook swipes up towards you. Uh, you go ahead and take uh, 14 points of piercing damage. All right. Okay, and um, I'm since I land, since Grog is right up against those two, I can sneak attack b- uh, one or both of them. So I'm going to mm-hmm. hit the one closest to the party first. Okay. This is sneak attack. This Alrighty. Is, this is, that's an 18. All right, that hits. Okay. Three. So this, uh, this is my uh, flame tongue dagger. So that's. Uh, n- oh, hold on. No, I don't know what it is yet. Where's my pencil? I'm sending my dice everywhere. Nine plus six, ten, fifteen, eighteen, forty, forty, uh, fifty-eight. Um, one points of, of piercing damage from the dagger. The piercing damage. Daggers are piercing, so yeah. So I don't know. What is that? Is that that's what's besides the sneak attack damage? <laughs> Thank you kindly. Serious <laughs> appearance. Uh, that's, uh, that's eighteen. If it's doubled for the. With a sneak attack? I don't know. It's nine uh, without a sneak attack, or eighteen right. if it's sneak attack. Uh, well, it's a sneak attack because it's, it's flanked. So attack. eighteen for sneak attack. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. That's first dagger. All right. So second dagger. Go ahead and uh, do. Second dagger attacks the other one. I just turn around and sink down into the other one for uh, sixteen with the keen. Uh, yeah, sixteen with the keen. That hits. Go to roll damage. Okay, and this is probably not sneak attack at this point, or is it? No, you only want sneak attack around. Okay, eight. Eight, gotcha. So as you rush, you leap off, take the scratch in the air from the hook horror creature, you land on the ground, slash one with your dagger, slash the other. Both slashes are almost simultaneous, and as you hit, you feel the, the, the your blades gain purchase in both creatures. And you look down at your arms as the horrible burning sensation filters into your hands as mm-hmm. the splashback. You take a... Um, mm-hmm. Total 20 points of acid damage from the melee attacks you took against the creatures. 20, you said? 20 total, yes. Okay. All right. That brings us to Percy. Sorry. Where's the laser? So they're all still alive. All the oozes are still alive. Laser? Mm-hmm. Um, it was around here somewhere. You had it last. Oh, that's what it looks like. What? What's happening? Oh, never mind. Did I have it? Oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait, you wait, wait, wait. Percy, what you got? Uh, I want to move... Uh, just slightly to my right, just, just over there, so I can get a clear shot at the at the oozes. Ah. Okay, so right there. Yeah, about right there. So I'm not going to hit anybody. Okay. I'm going to take um, I'm going to take two shots at the little oozes. At the this one here. Yeah. That All right. Little ooze. Little ooze. First shot. <laughs> uh, twenty-seven to hit. Mm-hmm. And that does uh, ten points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna take another shot at it. I'm gonna take a fire shot. 
and I'm gonna um, get a negative five to hit, and that's um, fourteen. Hit. So that's fifteen plus. Fifteen plus. That's twenty-three points of damage plus three points of fire damage. Woo. Twenty-six. Nice. Yeah, boy. All right. First. Come on, now. Plus fire. Plus fire. Get on it, now. All right, that brings us to Keila. All the oozes are still alive? Yeah. Damn oozes. All right, I'm gonna do something crappy. Yeah. Get it. Gotta eat sometimes, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bamf into an eagle. All right. I'm gonna fly over everything. I'm gonna land right about here. There? Uh-huh. All right. And I'm gonna do Thunder Wave. So you're which coming, is, coming, out of, coming out of eagle form. So I'm coming out of eagle form. Which okay. Just using the eagle fly. Okay. I'm coming out of eagle form, and I'm gonna do my thunder push. So I take my staff and I throw it down. Kerplash. Okay. Kerplash. <laughs> yeah. Today like, it's kerplash. I buy kerplash. Kerplash. Okay. All right. So what's 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 the radius effect on that? Um, it uh, it's a fifteen foot cube, and it pushes everything ten feet away from me, directly away. Fifteen foot cube. Okay. So like this cube here? Uh, sure. Yeah, the cube in front of me. All right. Cool. So they both get saving throws. Not crouch, no. Right. Yes, I'm. You can you can do that. Okay. Uh, neither makes a saving throw. There. So go ahead and roll damage. Whatever does. Two d eight. Two d eight to each. What's the damage type on that? Six. Um, it just says damage, and then they're pushed. Um, okay. Was- so they're damage. All right. So they're pushed. How long? Ten feet. Ten feet. Directly away from me. Yeah. So pushed right there. Got it. Just hoping go block. Unfortunately, it's not far enough. Mm-hmm. Um, is your turn? Yep. All right. Pike. Okay. Can I? Can I? Uh, sprinter's boot. <laughs> Over to, uh, over to Grog. Sorry, no glasses, guys, so don't see where I am. One, two, three. You can, yes. Okay, so I'm going to, um, uh, cure wounds. Alright. Because <laughs> that's what I do. What you do is a healer, yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see, 1d8. Wait, so I'm going to do it at 4th level, so that means I can roll back. 4d8. So, Plus five. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> twenty-four. Twenty-four. So you heal twenty-four. Thank nice. you. And then, um, Plus, I can you add it to anything? Well, he adds it to his fourteen that he already has. And then, um, can I, can I, can I do anything else while I'm there? No. Bonus action to do the <laughs> item. Move. Action cast a spell. No. So that's your turn. Okay. Well done. Alright, that brings us to uh, Grog. Uh, yeah, um, I would like to come out of my rage. Alright, so there's a level 2 exhaustion. Oh, for the first time ever. Wow. Oh. Where do we, where do we go? Not sure how to feel about that. Towards Kila, so towards. Okay. Um, I'd like to pick up. Pike and run balls over this way. Back okay. Towards this area. Okay. I'm all on my own. 
Yeah, well, look, it, it nearly oh, killed me well, that one time I hit it. You shouldn't be doing melee on things that are split in Alright, so you, you pick up Pike. <coughs> Level 2 exhaustion, your speed is halved. It's okay. so only move. everything. Hey man, if I can be a hero here, right. what can I do? Uh, what can I do? Every other time it's fine. You <laughs> grab her? <laughs> you try to stay over there? Just run into the middle of the hallway. I'm going to take it. Yeah, just run that way. You know what? I'll, in front of the Scientology Center, and I'll just really well. I'll, 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 leave, I'll leave Piper she is, and I'll run up and flank Iceberg um, Lobster Face. Right there? Yeah. Okay, so that's as far as you can get, unfortunately, because okay. you're, you're double fatigued. Um, yeah. As you run past both of those slimes, lash out with pseudopods as reactions. So two attacks against you. That's a uh, 22 and a 19. Yeah. All right, so both slam you for 24 points of bludgeoning damage. You're not raged, so it's not half. Okay. So 24 against you with an additional 56 points of acid damage. Wait, what? Conscious. Why did you eat acid no, well, they haven't hit him yet. That was just Grog running away, both of them getting attacks of opportunity on him. Ba-boom! And uh, both hitting. Guys, guys, guys! Grog falls face first, right next to like, literally cradling his, his his unconscious body is cradling the two dead ogres right now. This slight sound of as the acid is like sizzling and starting Nobody attack the things up close! Um, that brings us to their turn. Oh no! Uh, All of our heavy hitters are dead. These three oozes turn. Uh, actually, this one's gonna move here. Oh, hello! Towards Pike. Oh, hi, Pike. Uh, <laughs> you go ahead and get an attack of opportunity on it if you like. Oh, hit it! Sing it? Yeah. As it, as it slips away. Uh, do I have to roll to do that, right? Yeah, you still have to roll to hit. 26. Hits. Okay. Uh, 11. 11? Yeah. Points of damage? That's damage. 11 is damage. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, alright, cool. What, what did you guys vote on? <laughs> oh, shit. Did right. they vote on this? Probably. So, one's attacking you, Pike. That is, uh, you guys suck. 23 for summer class. Uh, yes, that hits. Alright. <laughs> you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage from the impact of the pseudopod with an additional 28 points of acid damage. Okay, so uh, an additional uh, on Yeah, so a total of 40 points of damage from this right. I understand. Okay. Um, the other two are going to attack you. Sure they are. Uh, that's going to be a 19 versus armor class. Uh, does the, uh, yeah, that hits, because I'm at 19, right? So it hits. It hits, yeah. Okay. The one is a 14 seconds. Okay, so I use uncanny dodge on the one that hit. Oh! Alright, nice. so. Woohoo! As it pulls out of the way, you. It, so you take half damage from this guy? Right? Yeah. Alright, so that's a. So as opposed to 40, you take 20 points of damage total from the bludgeon and the acid. Oh, I am rough, kids. I am rough. Plus acid. Alright, that ends their turn. Oh my god. Kolota. <sighs> To there. Use your magic, you strange player. Do not use lightning bolts. No lightning bolts. Bridges Ford uses his own, taking a note from Tiberius, uses his telekinesis spell. The arcanist marks on its body flare up, and as it does, you can see uh, this 
large yeah. creature just lifts it up and slams on top of this hook whore. That's awesome. Pushing it further into the lava and doing additional acid damage to the hook whore. Yes! Which, uh... Damn hook whores! You see, everybody completely dissolves and melts the hook whore. Yes! Alright! Alright, Clarence. As it pushes down, the ooze just touches the edge of the lava, not taking full damage for the impact, but just enough from the portion of it, taking an additional... Uh, five points of fire damage. Alright, since that one there. Great. Alright, that brings us to Hook Horror's turn, who is currently dominated by Scanlan. Is going to rush forward to the edge here and just strike twice at the uh, creature in the lava. Uh, both hit? Yes. I'm full. I'm prone. That deals. Alright. The uh the hook whore that Scanlan's controlling slams its hooks down into the uh ooze, causing the ooze to get pushed further into the lava as you see it's forming and dissipate and slowly disintegrate into the pool of lava, leaving this dark, cooled kind of surface element to it. It's slowly breaking apart and dissipating over the, the magma. End of its turn, it's gonna try and make a saving throw against the domination effect. Rolls a natural 20. Breaks the effect. However, I feel like it did its did its good for the turn. Um, <laughs> did he take acid damage? Yeah, he did. He took 20 points of acid damage for each strike. Good, good, good. there's two little oozes. Two oozes and monster man. Alright, that brings us to the top of the turn. Tiberius, you're up. Yeah, very well. <clears throat> I scooch myself a little bit behind him. One little, two little Right here? Yeah, it's good. I can see his fanny from there. <clears throat> I'm going to cast Glacial Blast again, but I'm going to form a giant spike once more and jam it right in his asshole. Oh, he's pulling it back. <laughs> and I'm going to try to catapult it right where it's over, because it's still at the edge of the night pool, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you mean Glacial Spike in Contro him? Magically Contro. Magic Ice Contro Blast. <laughs> Arcane Thousand Years Later. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and roll attack. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> huh. uh, 24. That definitely hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Yeah. That's six. That is eight. 12. 15, 16, 18, 19, 20. 20 damage. 20 damage? Alright. And it's, he's grappled, correct? I'm, I'm not trying to grapple, I'm trying to just push him. Push him? Yeah. Shot? Yeah. Into But Because he's, he's like swinging at that dude, right, so, so I'm like, whoop, his right. keister. Alright, so he does make a saving throw. Okay. Unfortunately, so it doesn't push him into the lava, but it does slam him and does a shit ton of damage to him, so. Nice. Cooper. Looking rough. I yes. I'll All spend right. another uh, two points. How many points do you have now? Uh, after this, I'll have five. Okay. Because I had the rest, so I'd be doing the stuff. Right, right. Um, so I have nine total. I spent two already. I'll spend another two out of five. All right. And I'm going to do another one. Up his ass again. All right, go ahead and roll for that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 20. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is... Uh, that's a 
15. 50 points of damage. Makes his second throw again, unfortunately. Ah. But isn't just 50 points of damage? It's looking really rough. You can see now all this ice is encrusted around the outside of its armor. And um, where the wounds from the impact are, there's just like cracking shards of uh, pointed ice crystal jutting outward. From his asshole. From his asshole. <laughs> uh, Scanlan's turn. Scanlan. Um, Scanlan's going to go ahead and, because for the hell of it, run up and make an attack. Nice. F him up, Scanlan. Let's go, Scanlan. So pulling out his singing sword, arcs it in the air, begins humming to it as he walks upon. The humming kind of adds this vibration element, like a tuning fork to the blade. As he arcs the sword down, uh, a natural 18. I'm going to assume that hits. It's going to be a 1d8 on sword damage. That's 8 plus 2 is 10 plus 2. 12 points of damage. Woo, Scanlan! The blade swings down to where the ice has encrusted the back of its armored shell. Scanlan takes the blade, swings it down, and pierces it directly into where that ice is gathered. As it does, it cracks open the back of its armored shell, almost peeling it open like a shrimp. You can now see all of its fleshy innards are exposed to the outside. It's looking extremely, extremely close to death. It's screaming in pain, kind of thrashing about now. Shrimping, cool. Mm -mm. Vex, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna gonna lightning bolt the bad guy. This guy? Yeah. All right. Oh, so. wait, no. I should save my brother. Maybe. Okay, I'm going to attack one of the aims. The stay. one right behind you. The maybe. one that behind him. All right. Go ahead and move yeah. for attack. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, 23. Very nice. Very nice. Ooh. It hits. Oh, I hunter's marked him first. Bonus. <laughs> Bonus. Uh, <nice. laughs> Excellent. Yeah. 14. The first attack. Wait, do we still have uh, Scanlan's inspiration? You do, yeah. Song? You do. You do. You have. A I die. have the die. Is what I'm talking about. Sorry. <laughs> I do. I get six on both attacks. I do, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, Seventeen on the second attack. All right. With a sickening sound, the ooze splatters across yeah! the floor. Thank you. Even the small sizzling pool that's scarring the rock below it. You can see it slowly depressing into the ground. Um, you gonna see where you are? Yeah. Alright. That brings us to Vax. Alright, I walk back about 15 feet and then. Throw daggers at it. Both first, daggers? First one's a 15. That hits. Okay, and that is uh, my keen dagger. That is nine. Nine hits. Second dagger definitely hits. That's a 26. Yes. Neither of them is sneak attack, unfortunately. That's fine. This is flame tongue. I don't know if fire helps, but that is an 8. So 9 and 8. 9 and 8. Gotcha. Alright. Both daggers splash into it. You can see where they would slowly begin to be scarred and damaged. Except that they teleport back to my blink belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> blink belt. Um, <laughs> yeah. As they return to your belt, you can feel just a slight bit of the liquid left over and you kind of shake it off quickly. But no other effect than that. Um, it looks like it's having a hard time keeping its form together. It's kind of shaking and as it moves, still running towards Pike. Um, that brings us to Percy. Alright. I'm just taking taking the shot. Taking the shot with the bonus. 
So that's 14 to hit. Mm-hmm. That hits. So that's uh, 18 points of damage. Already. And I'm going to take the other shot. This is against the uh, the the ooze. Uh, or yeah, the, yeah. Sorry, the ooze. Yeah. And that's uh, 13 to hit. Okay. And that's uh, 11 points of damage. Okay. The first shot hits and the ooze kind of quivers. It leaves this kind of gaping hole against the slowly reform itself. Before it can, you see that other weak spot where the top of its physical form is barely wavering and it's, it's able to keep corporeal. You aim the second shot. As you fire, it detonates and that portion of its upper torso, whatever it would be, gets flung off and splats against the wall. The rest of it slowly liquefying as the rest nice. of the slime is yeah. yeah, buddy. Yeah. So I'm going to back up against the wall of the... I'm going to back to the wall of the... Uh, wall of the... Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Keyleth. Do I have enough speed to get next to Vex there? Uh, Vex? Yeah. yeah, you do. Get there. All right. Once again, I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna thorn whip this bitch. All right. Go ahead and roll the attack. Thorn whip. Thorn whip. Thorn whip. Uh, twenty six. That hits definitely. Go ahead and roll damage. Thorn whip the bitches. Thorn whip the bitches. Thorn whip the bitches. Uh, uh, eight points of damage. Okay. And, and I pull him. How do you want to do this? So I take my thorn whip <laughs> and I go <laughs> and I grab him and I see he's still struggling. So I take another one and I go <laughs> on the other one and I just go Spider-Man style. I go <laughs> as he do it, plummets face first into the. Uh, both into the magma and the slightly still sizzling form left over from the magma and there. And just for flavor, I take a big gust of air, a big wind burst, and I go whoosh down into the lava pool, encrusting it all. As you as you do, it slams down. You hear it scream <laughs> underneath its body begins to quiver. The wind burst hits, and the cool air rushes through the tunnel. All of you guys, your hair and everything is blown back for a second. You have to cover your eyes as you look back. The magma has cooled to a solid rock covering surface as darkness falls back into the tunnel. Uh, near light. As Tiberius hits light in the tunnel, you look down and you can see the hook horror, which portion of its upper torso is now encrusted into the actual awesome. cavern floor. Amazing. Say, Grog, I'm going to go over to Grog and cure wounds. All right. You tried uh, to kill us, but you failed. <laughs> Don't challenge that. Nice try. Don't. Yes. Nice job, guys. That's a pretty decent job, actually. Hey, pizza party, guys. I don't care. It's tasty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No care. Pizza. No shame. As Grog, you come to consciousness again. Did I, did I kill it? Also, you did, Grog. Yes, Grog, you killed it good. Oh, I put my hand in my pizza. <laughs> you, you, killed them. you killed them all, Grog. 
You were magnificent. Thank you, Roger. Tell me more. (laughs) 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 All right. So can I also do a mass cure wound since I just did a... Yeah, if you'd like. Okay, so I'll also do a mass cure wound. Yes, because I'm at four hit points. Yeah, you're pretty bad. Oh, brother. Oh, brother, where are (laughs) they? I feel fine. I feel fine. Oh, no, no, no. Fancy who? Seems like there's one table. All the time, There's the massive guy. Stab. I was trying to save his ass. Hurting myself on purpose. All right. So as you guys steal yourselves from a moment, kind of recovering from that faithful encounter, um... You... 22 points of to everyone. To everyone. Good. Right, everyone heals 22 points damage. I reload. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. oh, you welcome, Grog. My best pal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a language we speak. Salmon, it's like a little thing. You guys push forward down the tunnel. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. Um, for another twenty or so minutes, bringing yourself along, sore from the impact of the battle, bits of the armor scarred. Um, by the way, your um, your armor. Yes. What type of armor is it? It was. It's magical. I found it in the Goblin City stud leather armor plus two. All right. Um, for the acidic nature of. Do, wait. This do you know what's funny? <laughs> What's funny is the armor I had before this that I wasn't paying attention to was acid resistant. Oh, Isn't that funny? No That's so funny. Look at that. That's really funny. funny. Keep going. It's uh, in my bag. <laughs> uh, you, you wipe it off. Thankfully, the magic enchantment protects the armor entirely. Ah, oh, see? What armor do you have? Even better. Oh, uh, it's like hides and leathers. Just regular hide. Yep. Um, currently, as you're walking, you look down and notice that the armor on your torso has near completely dissolved. <gasps> well, you're welcome, ladies. It's for a show. Grog, will you put as those it, away? As it stands, you have no additional armor class bonus for any armor. Your, oh, no. your hide armor is uh, gone. It what is about the black armor? Put on the dwarven's black plate armor. Um, they're dwarves. Um, what if we melt it and okay. then make it a big one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that works. That's true. DM. DM. I take off my magical armor, which was dwarven in shape before, but oh, I take good. it off. It shrinks down to like oh, a little yeah, top. So like a top. Bad. I'm wearing it like a Scientology unibody underwear underneath. <laughs> oh, okay. The, be the armor uh, shrinks down to like a toddler size, and I hand it to Grog, and I go to my pack, and I take out my old armor, which is acid resistant, not quite as cool as what I was wearing, but I don't want. You to had get, two pairs of gloves. I can't. Huh? I can't stare at his pet <laughs> for the next three days, so I'll give him my armor and uh, and put on what I had before. All right, so you take a moment and hand him new armor, and Grog, this this scarred, nearly naked Goliath form, has been lumbering through Ooh. this hallway. Ooh, modesty, Grog. Um, you place the studded leather on of that. Leather armor plus two. Okay. So mark that for your AC. Studded armor, leather plus two. I'm, I'm going to be the person who actually examines the cart at this point. Oh, we have other places. You know, I just think it's someone. That's a long two day seat. And it should be me. Yeah. No, it's more complicated than that. Okay, so here's the circumstance for you. Walk fast before we get to that. So, Grog, 
Yeah. yeah. The armor you had on was hide, which was a dex bonus of 12, 12 plus your dex. Uh, studded leather is also the same, so your AC actually goes up. <gasps> hey, something that you think. So what was your AC previously? Uh, 18. 18? Yeah. Um, it should now be 20. Nice. Yay! Yes! Brog takes the top off and does a... Uh, <laughs> loner! Loner! Put it back off. That's really... Loner. The things I'm going to do in this armor, you're not going to want it back. Just give me and Scanlan one night to break it in, and I promise you it'll be bored. Just to do it. Better than him being naked. Yeah, well, no, you know what I mean. Who am I even talking to? I'm such a hero, though. God, I hope not. Hero yeah. All right, so uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Well, uh, investigation yeah. check. What is, uh, it's uh, right there. Look at that. Uh, eight. Okay. I'm Looking really at the cart, the cart uh, is a, a rickety wooden thing, but the what was in the cart was a large glass unit, uh, a containment unit that was sealed off. You can see the inside of it has slight scarring to the glass, but it was semi-resistant to whatever the loose creature was containing it. Along the inside of the cart, too, you notice there are a couple of just leftover chunks of flesh of different colors, patches, pieces. You see, like, part of a hand that's just in there. Um, partially decomposed to a certain extent. It looks like um, these are either used to feed whatever the creature was in there or remnants of some other strange collection. Um, based on the best you guys can ascertain, this creature was part of the experimentation type process that that weird Naga creature you fought earlier oh, so came more. from. Did we search the ogres? <gasps> yeah, loot the ogres! Ogres are wearing nasty, nasty uh, tattered at this point, hide armor. Kron can do it. Um, <laughs> they both carry total amongst the two of them about 24 pieces of gold. Sweet. They're I'll take very it. poor. I, add it to our I am searching the ogres and I keep um, the grateful forces. But I give two to can I go and grab like shards of the broken glass of the case? Good luck to you. So mark that in your inventory. You have some hand-sized shards of broken glass. Um, oh, thanks. Anything else you guys wish to do in this section? So we search the ogres. That's it. I guess we should just start walking yeah. further down. We take a poo on the black puddle acid. I think just to... Well, no. We should take a shot that's, that's the only. That's the only... Heat sources. That's the only lava that there was. Now it's cool. And now it's cool. Okay, never mind. I'd like to take a hit dice. It's all right. It's all right. Okay, go ahead and do that. As many as you like. Let's rest for a half hour. Take a moment. If if, if you can spend any hit dice now that you need to to heal yourself, just make sure you mark how many you've used. Just hear the sounds of ones. (laughs) All right. As you guys take a moment. You heal yourselves, you pull yourselves back up to your feet, and you tretch, uh, tretch, you, you tread further down this tunnel. Another 25, 30 minutes of the slight curvature, it gets to get steeper and steeper until eventually it opens up into a familiar cavern to some of you. You see a large waterfall pouring down Mother from above. Bitches. Um, you see... Duked around? Uh, you're on the, you're on the outskirts of where the, uh, the next tunnel opens up where there are a few small streams of lava pouring from the ceiling. You can look above and you can see the top of the downward cavern. There's the giant lake beneath, and across the way you can see the waterfall where Clorota was well, originally discovered. We should At go least pick up you Trinket. Get your bear. <gasps> Trinket! Let's go pick up Trinket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. 
All right. So is that what you did? I'm not sure I understand. Can you explain with your map? So so we went down and went down and down. I can't tell you double back. Yeah. So double back. And I'll have more of this with you guys next week. It was a warp too. The path you guys took essentially led to this back area, which I'll draw for next week, in a tunnel that led curved all the way around and exited right there. So we're. Alright, we'll go get your bed. We'll go get Trinket and then we'll go down the path we should have gone down in the first place next week. Except we get Trinket. Son of a bitch. But Trinket! So is Trinket. that useless? That's fake, that's kid. Is there any other way that's down here? No. Other than the fact that you completely dead? destroyed one of the Mind Flayer generals as well as one of the uh, the one helming the war, the war camp above, you've acquired new magical items and uh, defeated one of the abominations that was created for the siege war. I think uh, you've accomplished quite a few things, yeah, maybe so not as directly as you were hoping. Yeah. And we got our bear back. Yeah. All right, so you t- taking the, uh, the flying carpet, um, it's a very precarious journey. As the uh, the weight limit for the you go uh, carpet. He's with me, and he cast it. You can go ahead and cast him. fly on your bear trinket awkwardly, <laughs> and just to swim her way down to the bottom floor. Uh, as you make your way to the base of the 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 watery lake in the bottom, you can see it swish through the water, and a very familiar sight briefly shows itself in the distance as you see a slick domed fish-like head oh protrude God. with a few tentacles in the distance. You all instinctively step quite a distance away it's and it seems to withdraw back into the Can water. Can I, I, while I see it real quick, I'm gonna go ahead and channel and cast Beastens through it. Nothing bestial of it. This is not a natural creature. Good um, to know. Karota once again whispers to the rest of you, Stay at me. Yeah, stay in You all step back and turn now into the uh, the tunnel that descends further into the, the heart of this mountain. You can see streams of lava pouring from the top occasionally, and one central flow of molten rock tends to fill half of the cavern, like a small river heading down into the base of the mountain. This is very familiar to you, as this is the path that your dream Guys, took you. this is really familiar to me. We so <laughs> <laughs> spent ah. a, whole, uh, a whole game doing... Well, we took a wrong turn, I guess. Flexing our muscles. Flexing our muscles. There you go. Yeah, I like it. You've got new armor. Y'all got naked, too. As you guys continue to step into, beginning to step into the next length of your subterranean journey, we'll pick that up next week. Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.